to the party. Are we wait? Are we recording? I didn't con- <laughs> confirm. <with my laughs> Francis wants to be welcome to the party. Yeah, baby, we're recording. Keep it going. Yeah, welcome to we're, the party. We're going live. Hey, everybody. <laughs> we're going live. Welcome. welcome. Welcome to the dance floor. Woo. <laughs> Woo. We are in here stepping it up and getting our groove on. Welcome, everybody. Woo. Just trying to bring that in a level of energy that this movie is giving. And yeah, welcome in. Hey, everybody out there. This is a polarized podcast. Nice to have you back. It's party time. Uh, it's party fucking time. Uh, yeah. Th- so this is a podcast about polarizing movies, though. Before we get into this fun party, uh, we got. Uh, let me just greet you at the door and tell you uh, what the rules are, if you will, of this party. Uh, <laughs> this is a polarized podcast. This is a podcast about polarizing movies. Polarizing movies in the sense of Rotten Tomato scores. Uh, sometimes critics love it. Sometimes audiences hate it or vice versa. We talk about movies where the discrepancy between whether audiences love it or uh critics hate it is large and one of those movies is today's movie and that is step up 2006 step up uh starring channing tatum uh yeah the rotten tomato score for this movie is uh critics 21 percent, audience 83 percent uh to get into this movie and to kick this party off i'm here to introduce my co-host, Mr. James Lindsay to the floor. Let's get this party going. Hey, what's up, everyone? What up, what up, what up? I'm here. I'm stepping up to the mic, baby. I'm ready to go. I'm your forever guest. If you ever come to this podcast and you wonder, oh, is this? are they going to have a guest this week? I hope they have a guest this week. Well, guess what, baby? There's two, but I am always one of them. There's two today, but I am included as one of them. Uh, so, yes, welcome to me, James, oh, wow. on the Polarized Podcast, this uh, this very polarizing movie. What's up, Brandon? Hey! What's up, Great oh, Brandini? And welcome to the party, James. <laughs> How's it going? You come here often? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm just partying all the time. Yeah, At man. Least it I, feels like, like it. <laughs> party never stops. <laughs> yeah, man. You've been going okay. you've been going good lately. It's been uh, a very social year. Uh comparatively like the the previous couple years beforehand. This year's been social. We've been uh you you especially you did you did Coachella, you've you we did this bachelor party um it's been it's been a fun year and then we do we do this every week we've been keeping up we've been keeping we up i had two concerts last weekend too, or last week too i went and saw snail mail and parquet courts you parquet fun courts guy it was great but yeah was so that your I'm, first time I, seeing parquet courts that is a uh, second time seeing parquet God, i want to see them are they just great they're the best it was spectacular oh uh-huh. it was very cool you were there too yeah well, let's get him in here. Let's, yeah. let's, let's get this guy let's in, get him here. in here. I would like to hear his opinion on parquet courts as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So today we have a special guest to talk about Step Up. Let's get Kalo to the floor. Welcome, Kalo. Kalo. Kalo stepping it up. Kalo stepping it up. I'm trying to bring the energy. I'm trying to bring the energy. I'm trying to match these lovely gentlemen here. You're stepping it up 3D. You stepped it up to the third level. Uh-huh. You just blew the roof off. As, as the third person on this pod, by death, the third level. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. third death, third, you mean. 
Whoa, a lot of death. Yeah, that's three of them. <laughs> take that. I don't know if I could take you're that. The most, you're the most to death. So we were talking about <laughs> Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. So, <laughs> let's just let's put it in there that Kilo is deaf. So he's actually just reading our lips right now on the video. Yeah. Right, and he is responding to our lip reading. So just everybody understand that. Um, oh, my God. You're deaf, Kayla. <laughs> Well, yeah, so apparently I'm learning so much about myself through this movie and through this podcast. I just got to step it up. You can watch a movie without subtitles. You can just read the lips. That's that's great. But then how but then would you also know that because my subtitles, I I watched a lot of movies with subtitles. My subtitles said today it actually said classical hip hop music playing. Would you have been able to tell that? Could you read read music the same way you read lips if you were a, a really good mouth? reader could you read the dance and be like hmm yeah. i believe I'm this sure is a hip-hop you, classical dance you totally could i, I yeah. can surmise that that would be factually true mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the fact that i don't know if this movie's dance routines match the music <laughs> in all instances but that's oh. just my perspective on that oh yeah i mean um, fair there's very a, fair there's a fair amount of blend like blend between the the classic ballerina moves yeah. near the end and then they you know they they spice them up with some more pop and locking and uh i mean that's you you'll realize very quick that my extent of dance knowledge and and terminology will be limited but i'll, I'll do my best yeah. i think i believe there's some Absolute pop and locking going on here if i <laughs> if i do say so myself from uh that tanning I'm sure that's an that tanning standard term was it Oh yes, I'm I use it. Sure that's an industry standard term. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, block, pop, and lock it. I use it for other things as well. That term that probably isn't appropriate, but it's fun to say it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> hey yo. Hey. <laughs> are uh, you doing the popping or are you doing the locking? <laughs> pop, you're popping when you should be locking. <laughs> there, Jerry. I don't yeah, know, weird. Uh, you, everybody's chomping at the bit to talk about this movie. I love it. I was gonna. We're all stepping up, Kalo, baby. Kalo, how he's doing and whatnot, but we're we're looking to get into this movie. So I mean, let's. He's I, looking I great. Let me tell you, you can't see him. He's looking great. Thank you. He's looking. Yeah, he's looking wonderful. <laughs> let's, let's easy see. on the eyes. Let's just acknowledge that for a second. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, guys. I'm just chomping at the bits. Of, uh, seeing this, Kalo, I'm like, well, look at this handsome devil. <laughs> look at this handsome son of a bitch anyways he's gonna eat you kayla watch out yeah oh god not again going on yeah get rid of that chomping okay i'll step down from that that's too far i'll step down a little bit i stepped up too much how about this though so step up like what's should we get into like anybody's uh history with this uh movie had i've never seen it who else who's seen this movie you never yeah. seen it? I've never seen it, so I don't really have a fond history uh, of, of this movie. I have fond times in 2006, and we we'll hey. talk about that. But uh, yeah, not too much about this movie. What, Kayla? What, what about you? I mean, I I feel like you were I pretty relatively was like positive. I had seen it like a, uh-huh. like fucking in like 2006, 2007, uh, sure. probably like 2007, like when it went on like home video or like you know whatever it was back then, right? DVDs at that point. Um, well, what it have been? It would have been. D- DVDs, it would have right? been DVDs, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Sure. and and I just like there was too many scenes where I'm like, man, this looks familiar. Um, and I went into this thinking like, this is a musical, 
right? Like, like that was like just kind of the, the thought. <laughs> and right. then as I'm going through it, I'm like, oh, this is not a musical. Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. But my point is like that's what kept I kind of running back in my mind of like, man, have I seen this? Now, mind me, my testament to that is that's how also forgettable this movie is in a lot of ways. <laughs> I'm just like, like oh, God, I, you're I think I have. Yeah. Like, like. Well, I was wondering wrong. because when, I was thinking about other movies around this time when I was watching it. It was like. Have you seen Save the Last Dance? Because I, I feel like I might have seen snippets yeah. of Sa- Save the Last Dance. That came out in 2001 earlier, but th- that's kind of like a love story surrounded by the, mm, yeah. the beauty of dance almost. And it seems like kind of like a Ro- Romeo and Juliet thing from my, my limited memory of Save the Last Dance. But um, yeah, well, I, yeah this movie, I feel like you could consider it a romance from, movie. Uh, yeah. I, I think more people were interested in that movie. I, I would, I would be curious as to what the, what are the like levels of box office success between the two, or maybe home hmm. DVD success of the two, mm-hmm. because I definitely feel like, um, uh, who's the, who's the lead actress in save the last dance. She was Is it Julia styles, I believe. Yes. And she was a really popular at the time. And I don't know how, yeah, ten things I hate about you is pretty pretty uh, close around that time. Right. So, so then, both of them, a hundred or both of them had around a thirteen, twelve, thirteen million dollar budget, and both of them made around one hundred and twenty million in the box office. Hmm. So that's but but oh, mind me, so Save the Last Dance, two thousand one. So and I feel like on the pretense of the success of Save the Last Dance, now seeing that it's two thousand one, kind of paves the way for a movie like oh right that uh, paves the way up. more or less. They're not competing. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And that Absolutely. being said. Yeah, again, my limited memory of it, I would, it seems to be Save the Last Dance is a little bit more focused on the drama and the emotional story from my memory than, I don't know, this movie, Step Up, is very focused on the dance of it all. It's, this is, this is all, about, so. uh, all, about, all about the dance, um, for what it's worth. I don't know, I feel like we'll all, we will all have our opinions about how that comes across, but it is very, uh, very dance-heavy, oh, and the director right. is... Uh, a choreographer and that in the little behind the scenes stuff that I know about, she was expressing and everyone in those interviews was saying, Oh, we have a, a choreographer, a person, a wonderful dancer as the director kind of steering the ship. So all of those things are like on lock. Um, and yeah, he's it, also worked a lot before this movie too, in doing uh, like working on movies as a choreographer. What, so I think, Oh, what else has she the, worked on? um i'd have to pull up the law it's a laundry list of stuff um even things that i was like i was like oh man you know you just it doesn't necessarily like um yeah they're not all dance movies it's like she's just a choreographer really hardworking uh choreographer in hollywood and i was like i was also thinking and maybe this is another side topic or whatever but also types of movies that were coming out around this time and just thinking about the overall energy and vibe of this movie. And a lot of it has to do with the music and, and the dance and the, and the style of it all. And yeah, my mind was kind of going to movies like uh, fast and the furious a little bit. Yeah, um, very much so that kind of mm-hmm. thing of like, I don't know this, this white guy that's like, or whoever is, or I mean, I guess it's the, it's the more like the girl in this situation kind of, crossing over on the other side of the tracks so to say and like learning about 
um, a different way of living. Yeah. Either way, like kind of whichever side you're coming from, I I guess, but just like those, those kinds of movies. And I was, I don't know, there's, there's other ones too, where it's just like, I don't know, all the music and everything is a lot about, um, is a lot of gangster rap and, and that Mm -hmm. kind of vibe as well. And I'm just thinking about, yeah, I don't know, like shows like the wire, uh, man, I was thinking of some, of some other ones too. And now they're escaping me, but just, I, just like other other types of movies that are um, coming out around this time that are eliciting this kind of uh, Romeo Juliet effect around oh eight eight mile I guess was another one I know that was like extremely sure. popular too that was uh, circling around I don't know just the this type of energy of of a movie um, and yeah, then yeah. I'm- yeah. yeah, at this time, like, we're still, we're watching a movie where hip-hop needs to be, is, isn't is considered a, like a, like a high art form. It's not, or recognized as a particular, like, level of art. And there's still that, like, ingratiating where, where this movie isn't as egregious as people, like, in the audience being like, I don't get it. But we're still like, that's a little, there's an assemblance of that. It's really at the tail end of it, which is quite interesting because mm. it's not, but it's, it's tough because it's not that interesting because I think it's just some of the failings of the movie in that it doesn't get into any of that stuff. Like, even really when it comes to like what, it, you know, um, Channing Tatum as a foster kid, uh, what what's going on with the family life of his friend and oh, the no, skin is skin and it doesn't give a shit surface, about very it, about any of that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, so, surface level. Mm-hmm. so if anything, yeah, it's still it would have that if it gave more of a shit, but nonetheless, like it's st- we're still at a point in human history where hip hop isn't just it's still looked as a rough music and not appropriate for certain places. And the combination of the two is, is very expressive and going against the grain. And there is just a simple like view being held about that. Like you're able to uh, convey a very simple concept to some of, Oh, this is different because it has hip hop in it. And And within, yeah. How do we, package it in a movie in a movie producer's mind oh we'll we'll make it in a way so it's like foreign to some of the characters even involved so as mm-hmm. an audience surrogate the the lead nora you know is kind of can discover it along with the audience and they can discover more about each other and kind of meet in the middle and then it'll be more palatable when it's like oh it is kind of like high art still because it's got us it's got an orchestra and it's done in this art school and it's like right which is, um, yeah. and i mean that's what and they they mentioned the candy shop music video by 50 cent or whatever i think like skinny or whatever i think like just mm-hmm. mentions that and yeah i don't know that's what 50 cent was kind of dealing with like in the club and everything it was just uh like orchestrated kind of gangster rap sort of sort of stuff that was like getting grammy nominated uh, as well and getting recognition so i think that rapport kind of helped push that music profile and in, into this movie and then yeah there's some plenty of r&b sort of sort of stuff as well um, yeah with but mario like, being in the actual movie and he's yeah a yeah singer mm-hmm. who had a huge single yeah mm-hmm. which yeah that single man just one of those singles that just played in like a mall like all the mm-hmm. time and I just, I've been beaten over the head by that song, but it's like, it's a good song, you know? 
Um, yeah, I mean, like, those are the music. Yeah. That's the music of our high school dances. Was right. was, was all the all the stuff. One hundred percent. Usher and Luda, and they had some little John mm-hmm. stuff in here too. And Ciara, uh, they had like a Ciara song and um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. I mean, come on, you, it's undeniable. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, I thought that was I. I I didn't even see this movie from back then. And then that was giving me like nostalgia, just hearing those kind of songs and everything was just like, kind of makes me, <laughs> makes me want to dance. Cause 100%. yeah, it's just, it's just uh kind of, kind of stuff that I grew up with. There was an odd sense of like relatability there for me that I, mm-hmm. that I don't, cause I don't watch a lot. Um, like I'm not a big nostalgia guy. Right. Um, so it was really, really interesting to like sit here and almost be like kind of comfortable with the soundtrack and comfortable with the music that I don't really have, would never go or haven't gone back to. Right. Maybe but it was just like, yeah. Word, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Right. And that was, that was almost fun. <laughs> like, like I, it's not something I would seek, but like, yeah. I mean, this movie is about like, can be described as comfortable for sure. in it's totality, like, yeah. because it just never, God, yeah. like the, it's not it challenging. Is, yeah. It is not challenging in the slightest, which makes what happens at the, towards the end very shocking. Like the, like very oh my god, I like, was blown I away. Yeah, we'll, was, we'll, like, we'll I was flabbergasted. Sure. Flabbergasted when that flabbergasted. Me too, flabbergastered. man. Flabbergasted, flabbergasted, Brandon. That sounds like Turned a cool into... Pokemon or something. Flabbergasted, oh, Go flabbergaster. Yes, sir. <laughs> Use your, yeah. use your gas attack flabbergaster uses gas attack oh it's confused it's hurt itself in confusion <laughs> I, Any po- uh, oh pokemon fans out there oh we got uh, some pokemon anybody? fans oh. hey welcome to the party hey twice the time 2006 <laughs> yeah oh that's never died never died uh yeah so we got so we kind of we dabbled in a little bit of the music we i mean I, I there's definitely some grand statements for sure i want to talk about how shallow yeah. the overall movie is i think we've already touched on that how about the fashion you guys wanted a little touch on some of like yeah these broader strokes so like the fashion and, and oh, any, any yeah. touches on uh-huh. that a lot of like you know the I boots there's the boots you got uh you got scarves lots of scarves lots of um, scarves what else so I, you know, I mean, for for the guys, you know, it's like, of course, of course, baggy. And then he's wearing some of the like, I mean, the people at the art school, it's preppy. Um, you got like kind of Abercrombie Fitch American Eagle sort of stuff. Yep. So there is literal American Eagle product placement, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, which oh, okay. I thought was super interesting. All of the men that are like Tyler mm. was like at that one, the, the scene where he's dancing at the party. Tyler and Gage. Yeah, Tyler Gage, and Tyler he's like Gage. literally just in this like baggy, like hat buttoned, mm-hmm. um, just perfect American Eagle logo, and I'm just yeah. like, hell yeah, brings me back. What a time! <laughs> yeah, what a time when that actually was cool. Like what that about like, was like whoa? What about when all the Channing Tatum and and his uh, who's his buddy? What's his buddy's name? Mac? Is it Mac? Mac. Um, mm-hmm. And Skinny, they're all hanging out, and I think maybe all three of them but two of them for sure are wearing echo uh united shirts like oh my like, god I, there's so much echo in this, oh, in fuck this movie. Yeah. how is echo so much echo is there still echo's still going on like i mean echo's still I, a company right no or they, do they still make stuff i don't know i just remember that yeah, yeah that was such a big 
big thing that, that was too. a big deal for me yeah, yeah i was a huge echo fan because yeah mm-hmm. i mean it was just such a uh like solid brand in hip-hop there was a lot of like cool rappers wearing echo clothes it was yeah they and were affordable just, which cool was like logo. a big deal yeah. for the masses what? right of like 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 that exclusivity of like brand exclusivity that we see today I just don't remember that being such a big thing. Like it was more like a style choice to wear Echo and that was an affordable brand. And nowadays there just seems like there's such brand exclusivity that ends up being like these like unique drops that are quite mm. a bit more money. So being a part mm. of that, there's you know more of a gate or more of like a, a mm-hmm. barrier to entry. But at that point in my life, like I don't remember, and maybe I was just not a part of those, but I remember like, oh, here are the brands like Echo. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to be a Hollister, part of that. And now you have that you got Hollister, American Eagle, like you're being a part of that, right? Without that like yeah. exclusivity. And, and it was fun to like think of that concept, right? Well, it's also too. So the people I thought were cool were wearing it. And those that kind of clothing was atypical for where I grew up. And so Echo was a brand yeah. that got mm-hmm. into, into malls. And so whenever I went to like uh, Ontario Mills, they had an Echo store and it was always such a treat because like they're like, I could finally get some of those pieces of clothing. Cause like, this was at a time where I was in middle school. So it's like really the, yeah, the internet is not, I'm not ordering clothes. Online. Exactly, exactly. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm getting clothes, it's going to be going with my parents to summertime, a mall to go, go to the mall. Yeah. Do some school mm-hmm. shopping. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That was and me yeah. and like graphic tees. I loved graphic tees and going to urban outfitters and picking up graphic mm-hmm. tees as a middle school and being sure. like, Oh my God, I'm so funny. Hot topic. Hot yeah. topic. Yeah, I got personality. Sure. Want to see? Yeah. hundred percent. Look at how funny my shirt is. I'm clearly a funny guy. And I remember yeah. Brandon, cause we've known each other a while, but I remember you had the, I think you had this echo sweater. And then the logo itself, I always loved it. Like a towel. It had terry cloth. Yeah, like terry a little terry cloth. cloth yeah. So I'd always like rub it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, feels, it feels cool because it has like this cool texture on the sweater that kind of pops out. And I don't know, it was, it was, it was really cool. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I think it's really oh, style. To this film. Okay. Yes. Oh, uh, a style thing that I just thought was so funny is that I remember going into a Kohl's when I was like early high school and seeing that you could buy the shirt, the t-shirt, and then it has oh. the long sleeves oh, underneath where it's, yeah. it's not, it's wow. like it's built into each other yeah. wow. and it's not layered. It's, it's not like you're wearing a long sleeve and two shirts. You put on, uh, two shirts. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's just one shirt. Oh and it just God. cracked me up to see that uh, Channing Tatum, because he's all like almost mm. always in this movie in a T-shirt and then it has long sleeves and it would be those T-shirts that's got like, it almost looks like an Affliction T-shirt now. Mm. I think there's a little bit of cribbing there, but like it's got some type of like it's what would be described as weirdly like club attire. Like it's a mm-hmm. club shirt, but then you're dressing it down with long sleeves. And then that's perfect it- for pop and locking. If you ask me, Oh man, there's so much <laughs> popping and locking in this movie too. And I'm like, very happy. It's, we there's too much. There's too much of it. You know what? I want to say that right up front is I think there's too much <laughs> popping and locking in this movie. It yeah. just is. It's well, it definitely loses, too much popping. It, uh, it sometimes loses, I feel like it needs more locking. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but they pop too much. They should have locked a little bit more. 
Uh, that's not it. They yin were and yang, in, gentlemen. Yin and yang. Yeah, you gotta, or think, you gotta pick one of the other. Those sometimes. were uh, equally balanced, and they, <laughs> yeah, it got too fucking much. The times that he, Channing Tatum would just like pop into stuff was too damn high. Like, I, it was distracting, and it, because there would be these moments where they're having conversations about like how they view life, what they're like, how they treat each other and what their relationships are. And there would just be times when he's just like popping and locking. I'm like, you need to just stop. Like, let's not, well, do but, let's not do but that. The thing right is now. that is such a testament to the, the de-escalating tactics that this individual, like, like if you want to try to give this movie, that's what he's doing. Complexity, he's de- Oh, if you want okay, to get this break movie, dance like, say that it's it, break dance that it doesn't necessarily deserve, but there is enough few moments in this film, like uh, when they, I believe it's when they kiss the first time after the party, right? Where like he makes this line about how like, you know, I, you know, I don't take things seriously, you know, so I can never be effectively disappointed, right? There's a little bit more nuance to how he says this, but sure, like nothing sure. really matters. So I'm just going to like live my life. I'm not going to have expectations. I'm not going to search for things. You know, I'm just going to kind of always make this like go with the flow fun because then I can't get disappointed or hurt. Right. And so like, you think of like, Mimi, once again, me thinking this film thought of those moments complexly enough to say, we're going to have Channing. I love that you're thinking that. that. Yeah. I mean, like I I doubt it. Right. But that's where like my mind goes of like, okay, if there is consistency in this narrative and let's give these writers the benefit of the doubt that there was consistency, then that is a consistent trait of his to be like, I'm going to pop and lock as soon as shit gets like any kind of deep, right? Because that's my way of fucking handling this. And seeing me as an audience member being like, got it. Like, sure, you you did say those words at one point in this film. So I'm going to give you that credibility, right? And then you see that kind of de-escalate later on in the film. And you see that dancing become much more specific and much less random and childish. Mm. And I did genuinely enjoy that transition where like there seemed to be less solos of him and more. The only time I saw him dance was with her or her dancing. Right. And so that's a kind of for me, a healthy transition in a character. For me, it's like it was kind of just a big expression of his passion for dance. And this this movie is I will repeat it over and over is like is so hyper focused on the dance, the dance of it all. And it's Mm -hmm. as much like a romance story between them as it is like romance story of them and dance, their love, (laughs) their love for dance and their expression of that. And it's way more focused on that than like any of the drama. But yeah, I don't know, just him like messing around in the background and doing doing dancing. And there's a lot of montages of just dance. Of, of them messing around and everything it's like it just expressed to me that this guy doesn't have much else going for him at this moment in his life and this is like something that he can do at any time he doesn't need anyone else and he can just he can just do do like practice his dance like when no one else is around and the same like you know his buddy and playing basketball and everything too is just like these things that you can they can devote their whole lives to and they're clearly very good at their craft and more like self-taught, which I appreciated that, like that side of things as well of like, he's just, that's just a passion of his and he's not even going to school or learning about it or anything. He just does it uh, naturally. And thinking of even that and his buddies were like dancing with him at some point too, just casual. Like, hey, oh let's, God. Yeah. Let's dance like, around yeah. a bit. Yeah. Let's, you know, <laughs> but even think of that concept as, of practice, right? Where the first time Tyler is practicing, right? 
it's like such a foreign concept to him. Cause to your point, James, mm, like, like how this, formal it this is. was not practice. Yeah. Like he was just living his life. This is a free way of having fun and expressing yourself and having connection with your friends like mm. basketball, right? Music and going to like parties, right? It's a way to be an individual in a crowd, right? Which I was, I really liked the way they start the movie off that way of like, they're at a party and this guy is standing out and he's standing out because he's a fucking great dancer, right? And that's the opener. And the ladies love really him. really cool way. And, oh, the ladies love it. The yeah. ladies love it. But it wasn't like him making sly comments, him being like this charismatic, verbally charismatic individual. It's you can visually see that this guy's dancing really fucking great. And some right? serious, you might not get the what he's doing. And then some serious bit of foreshadowing is laid down right mm -hmm. there too because that guy that gets upset that he's dancing with his lady uh i didn't see your your name on her and then uh he they start jostling and he pulls out a gun on him and then they they bail but yeah that's that same dude that comes comes back later um yeah but yeah i guess that's that's the introduction of his character and then i don't know like there's there's uh tyler gage and uh yeah. nora i don't nora clark and um yeah i don't know i was i was much more engaged on the tyler gage side of things the Norris storyline, as with like a lot of the movie in general, but that's especially everything that she had to do within this movie was all very just like paint by numbers, just go go with the motion of I don't know everything that all the conversation every time there was a conversation between her and her mom, I was just like ah, I don't care, or it was just like it didn't go right. anywhere. It was just nothing I could like really sink my teeth into. And like that, that's just is what it is. And that'll be like one of my big, big criticisms. And it's like, I think I just, the way I look at it is it was like a little over an hour and a half long movie and you get a lot more of those, those dance scenes and the dance montages and mm -hmm. them having romantic chemistry and, and things like that. So that dramatic, <laughs> that dramatic stuff just kind of like, well, we just got to do kind of the bare minimum. It seems like with that. And maybe not. You don't as have like, to. <laughs> no, I just don't. No, you don't have capable. to. I'm. I'm just saying. Yeah, and yeah. maybe maybe there's a movie that could have both. Um, yeah, that is. even is maybe a bit longer or some of those. But I just I do think it was it was catering to them just falling in love and dancing together and having everything else kind of be like, yeah, just a a, a pretty like generic movie for a director that is more attuned with choreography and dance and wants to build up those scenes and have those and spend a lot of time uh catering to those i think and i i in a strange way yeah like give it give those moments props and and even at the cost of some of these uh dramatic moments even though yeah i, I still it'll still knock points off my score you know some for uh for some of that stuff because it was just something that I could pass by, but I, I, some of the, I don't know him Channing Tatum, man. He's like, he's a star, dude. This dude's a, this guy's a star. Yeah. He's like, he hasn't, he hasn't been in anything yet. And see him in this movie. It's like, he's clearly so charismatic and, um, and just a natural, uh, great dancer and, and, uh, physicality to his, his performance and funny. And, uh, it just kind of, he's, he stands out as, someone who is bringing a lot of natural sort of mannerisms to the scenes when some of the others 
yeah, kind of seem, especially Nora and her mom seem like they might be in like a lifetime movie or something like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with, cause the mom's giving a lot in her performance, but it's just, it's really the, the lead is not, she just doesn't handle or in it's her, but also isn't written well um, to like give her. Yeah. She just has, doesn't have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a whole lot really going on in her life other than just general pressures. And so there's, isn't, you know, the mom is losing her daughter or like wants her daughter to be the best person. And at least you get a, f- again, it's this actually is a good example of it's the mother is a really great actress because she is eliciting more backstory to the character than really what is written on the page. Like there's, you can understand that there's probably more going on with her struggle with, you know, pressures maybe she's been under in her life or going through currently that is getting relayed on to her she's yeah she just is she so lost her husband and now it's just her and her daughter and- right but can someone because i feel like this didn't get filled out enough was my one of my issues was like it was just so a kind of a malaise over why she wasn't supporting her in her dancing just the fact that she was saying like right. well, that, that was your dad's thing like and there was even a moment where it's just like, you don't even come, you haven't even come to my dance recitals or anything like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. is she, is she that, is she like against it? Like, and then she was saying your father died a few years ago. I was like, it's been a few years and you haven't gone to her like dance recital. Like, are you like, are you against it or what? And never. I don't think she leaves the house, right? The, yeah. Maybe that's it. She's just, I mean, she, I mean, she could, yeah, just be depressed and, and, gro- yeah. and grieving and, and that sort of thing. But it just didn't answer that question in terms of like how she felt about dance until she like came around at the end and she was like looking at her small dance shoes and the, on the mantle. And she was like, mm-hmm. I've been, I've been but a my, fool. My I'm me. so sorry. And as an audience <laughs> member, I'm like, sorry for what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Be more specific. Even the dance recitals is like, like as you grow older, like that activity is a much more like independent one, right? Where like I'm going to dance class, I'm in school. Like having a parent go and be supportive for a child's dance rehearsal is, I envision, very different than and a like you know a teenage girl being like I'm in school in the middle of the day and this is what I'm dancing, and then I am teaching little girls ballet. Right. Which is not something that I saw your mother would go and like watch. Right. So I can see those activities like as an individual matures and grows older, become a much more like individual solitary activity that you no longer expect or need the support from your mother or parent figure that you would expect as a child. Right. Um, so okay. that is an element that I thought of. Okay. Then- yeah, I feel like that is being considerate of the movie because the lack of so yeah what you're saying is is that there really doesn't need to be a whole lot fleshed out there in the course of this movie because she is independently doing you know dancing and teaching and, and her mother being there isn't that big of a deal so you're more so downplaying or that's how time like a, passed right it's kind of um, where my mind goes right of like like let's say her dad passed away four years ago like the movie said right and mm-hmm. or four or five years whatever the number was and that was the time in your life when you would go to those things and he was always there so she never did it right she was never like she did it when she was a little girl the dad took her 
then now time is just passing, right? Mm -hmm. Clearly they have money, right? There's no indication that this woman works, mm -hmm. right? So she could <laughs> very well she could have like just a be doing nothing. It's like, like, you, have just like you have recitals yeah, every home. week. I can't go to every week recital. Like this is your, your schooling is dance. That's all you do. Yeah, literally you're at school, right? And mm -hmm. so, uh, but one thing I wanted to circle back, if you guys don't mind Please. on uh, Dora, <laughs> Please, yeah. is I... I th I genuinely agree that that character was very very simple and one dimensional in so many ways. Which one? But it was also Nora. Uh, Nora. Nora. Yeah, exactly. Which one? Right. <laughs> um, that, that was a very very good statement, James. Um, I mean, but <laughs> honest I mean, yeah, was, honest question, right? Want to clarify? Uh, yeah. yeah. Which flat but character? I, yeah, which, <laughs> of the movie, right? Honestly, other than Channing Tatum, like everyone would. Uh, uh, I, I did like Miles. I, I did like that character a bit. Uh, but yeah, let me go back to Nora real quick. Um, I there was such an interesting level of relatability from people that I knew in my childhood that hmm. their lives, like they were, they were well off. Um, they aspired to be artistic in some way. Their family was not supportive of that. They were not dramatic, right? They were not like you know, high emotion, there was not high drama in their life. Uh, they were like attractive individuals, they were dating attractive guys, right? And like, the guy is being his individual self, he's being selfish, he's not an asshole, right? Like, like, he really, this wasn't like a bad guy. He wasn't an abuser, right? There was just like growing, man. Drama. Yeah, they're, they're kids. He was just, yeah, like, do, but like, demand so many movies bring in this element of like, like not really unhealthy relationships right hmm. and then this woman is or this young woman is, is kind of like navigating that and here it's like yeah we're, you're kind of all shitty right like you know you haven't discovered yourself Nora's very simple right such a simple character such a simple individual but in such a relatable way where I'm sitting there like yeah I, I knew Nora's like I knew oh, wow. very simple, one-dimensional, well-off, like mildly depressed, right? Because at the end of the day, their life doesn't have a lot of meaning. They're being pushed in this direction of education when really they have these artistic passions. Mind me, they're not like angry and furious about that. It's just like a, yeah, but I really like this, but I'm intelligent enough to understand the school's important, right? And so that malaise, to your point, James, that... um that kind of simplicity of it, I actually appreciated because I felt like that gave a level of more space for Tyler to really be the star of the movie mm. in a way that he wouldn't have been if there was this drama that I don't think is as relatable mm -hmm. for, or not, not relatable is not the right word. Uh, that should be as dramatic as him being in a foster family, in a foster home mm -hmm. with a drug foster father and a mother who's a foster mother who's really trying to keep the home together, right? They didn't go into that deeply either. That was a very, very big <laughs> loss on my end. Like that's where a lot of points were docked, right? Hardcore, completely. Just a lot of that, right? big generic stereotypical yeah. swabs of paint over this movie of just like, yeah, the drunk father, you know, kind of really busy mm -hmm. foster foster father and like, uh, you know, foster the, mother, yeah. And then the foster that's, mother, very, yeah. very busy, just trying to keep uh, things afloat. Uh, and, and, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, and and I agree. I, I, yeah, I, and, and that was fun. yeah. That it's so interesting to me that you're like talking about like you're affirming and talking in the positive about this movie because since it it doesn't dramatic like it doesn't make certain things dramatic that usually are. 
that that is relatable. Therefore, like, oh, and that's the crazy uh, yeah, part about I'm, a movie like this is that's relatable to like, like me. The stakes, right? the stakes like, are relatable. It's like we there's certain things that like honestly like. like the big test or the big recital or whatever it is, those like are the big moments of someone's life, especially her life. It's like, if I don't get this together, like this note of my decision-making and my preparation in this moment of, of a performance could dictate, you know, a lot of things moving forward. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. She was not being pushed by anyone but herself. And, and I guess, yeah, it was just more of of their relationship between her and her mom, and clearly there was a big influence. You know, it's like I got to do it for my my dad or whatever. But in terms of yeah, even that wasn't that that wasn't fleshed. fleshed no, out. none none of this is really like super fleshed out or anything. And again, I think if those stakes were higher and the drama was more intense, it would have taken the attention away from like, hey, we can have a fun dance scene at the docks and like throw some music on and like. And have a romantic but, sort of just like yeah. montage of them fucking around and doing silly uh, dance scenes and stuff, you know. But correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. A lot of life is that mundane, right? I, like I, is that totally, and, and that's where that's, the relatability comes in. It, now, for one sure. thing I really but then you get oh, to God, skinny. I know it's like that's where it's like when that's where I skinny just comes out of fucking nowhere okay, at the end. Nowhere. But, yeah. Oh God, yes. Because oh, it's just like because everything leading up to that is like oh, so it's just. Even like right at the beginning, like the 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 dean or director or whatever is just like, that's going to be the big thing at the end of the year that you're going to have to do really well at. I'm like, okay, that's the that's going to be the big thing at the end, and that's essentially like this movie could be described as what a drama like a drama dance movie, but I also think it could be described as a sports romance movie because in a lot of ways the structure of this movie is a sports movie if anything else and that's why i say it's catering to the dance the same way of like a basketball or mm -hmm. football movie is catering to the yep. big game at the end and this is just like happens to have this through line of a romance and other things outside of it but it's all catering to like we are and, and a lot of the characters are all pulled in by the wake of this recital and they end up all performing and expressing themselves in their own particular ways through this at, at the end and the arc arcs are kind of fulfilled. And then if you guys can indulge me for a second, I just thought it would be fun to see a movie where like, I don't know if it's a romantic comedy or it could be dramatic at certain points too, where two people that are on the same team, whatever it is, they fall in love. Mm. And there's a team romance going on. And then it's in the guise of a, of a sports movie, but then there's all this drama of like, Oh my God, Two, mate, two teammates fell in love with each other. What are we going to do? This is causing all this drama. And maybe there's even Holy like a shit. love triangle or something. One, one gets traded. Who knows? There's so many, so many things that could happen within that movie. I feel like that'd be a good yeah, mind me, like, like this movie touches on that, right? And it, it's, that's what I was thinking this is. Like they're on the same team. They're on the same team. They're trying right? to do that the same thing. Drama. And they fucking fall in love. But he, And here's one thing that I can say, like, and James, don't get me wrong. I love this, right? So, so I want to touch touch Thank back you. on that. But Thank you. Um, <laughs> the the ending of this film back to, or to this idea of like falling in love or, or mundanity, right? Is that it did not end with them being like madly in love and living happily ever after. It ended with, hey, we like each other. We're dating. Mm. Hey, um, I'm successful at my dance thing. And hey, I'm successful at getting into school, which mm -hmm. were all like very 
achievable, realistic goals yeah. that were like great to see on like, there wasn't this like extreme passion. It was like, oh yeah, we were into each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was really kind of great yeah. to see. They won right? the big game like, and then the movie's over. Yeah. They won the big game the reci- right when the recital's over. And it's like, you get that, I don't know. She gets that, whatever, like the interest. And then he gets to go to the school and then it's just like, they kiss and then it's like, uh, shows over. And then you kind of get, the, yeah. you get the idea that, yeah, in a fucked up way, Skinny's death uh, spurned not only Channing Tatum, but his uh, buddy into possibly going for the and one team. That was cool. It was just like, man, you got to go for that and one team. I was like, oh, fuck, and one? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should definitely go for the and one team while that's still oh, a thing. What a pivot, too. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I was like, oh, those and one game or like and all that shit. Like, and like the three, they'd have like three on three. I don't know. I haven't, a cab- I haven't had cable yeah, in a while, but weird. like they would have like, those kind of and one mixtape uh stuff playing and it was just always always so fun to see uh see dudes do street moves and on the on the court <laughs> I, lo- I loved it um and that, yeah i was like before they started playing hoops together and everything too i was like man that guy's really tall and then they actually showed him playing basketball I'm like oh my god he's dunking <laughs> like he's yeah. fucking, like getting all the hoops and just dunking on people and i was like i this I was like, I hope he's like, I don't know. He's playing basketball or something. And then sure enough, it was like, oh yeah, dude, you got to like take that seriously and do it. I'm like, yeah, you should. You're, I mean, you're tall. You should be, you're athletic. You should, you're dunking. Like you should do something. Yeah, with leverage basketball. that, not by stealing cars. Yeah. Yeah. They he were, really they were little actor. rascals. Like they come out of that party at the yeah. beginning and they're just like jostling. They're like, ha, we're having oh. so much fun. They're like pushing and each that, other. They're like, dude, that let's was go. Such a fat. Oh no, they're just like, yeah, they're just like giggling and like pushing each other and throwing dude, trash. They were so their, their game, their game oh. that night was like, let's throw trash the at trash each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and it was so it was so interesting. Like talk about like moments of this film that like do not age well, right? Is like like that activity was like a hundred percent like something I did in high school right throw trash and i don't know if it's just the, trash. like oh or like be a son of a bitch oh, right sure. like oh broke a fucking window like whoopsie daisy and like kind and of like you being, inside and then you start just yeah trash like be a state. fucking asshole like yeah. not wow. be cool at all right and like and i could like me seeing that as as like you know 15 16 17 yeah. right being like fuck yeah and then like now that i'm like older right and mm-hmm. like looking at this and me like you guys are just like like just assholes like this isn't oh, yeah. like fun activities right this is like just you being shitty people um and that was a weird kind of throughput in this film of like like there's definitely these moments where like they're just like shitty people mm-hmm. um that i just didn't like genuinely care for and like and to have the movie open with that like mm. go ahead james sorry. Mm. oh no i cut you off i'm sorry no i just they like i s- will keep like baiting i think the skinny thing but like they teach skinny to be skinny and to do what he does and there's no yeah mm-hmm. retribution or comeuppance for what happens at the end with with mm-hmm. him or anything but yeah like even fucking around oh let's make him steal this car that has an alarm on it and that has an alarm on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> right like, i know the the implications of what could grow right they're just like dumb dumb kids so it is and what it, it is and then and also so, his yeah his buddy is just very possessive over him yeah now mind me like that is a very 
like, and, and I'm not trying to speak here from a place of like, you know, complete ignorance, right? But mm-hmm. um, that is a very common throughput for people on the streets, right? Um, like that level of like, we are brothers, we are mm-hmm. together, we are unified, we are together mm-hmm. always. Like, sure, yeah, we got to get each other's um, backs. Like, and... Yeah, like, just like, like, you know, especially when up, you're an orphan. Brother. I mean, shit. Well, that's what I was going to get my, my mom did chop deck services, right? And like, you know, just me hearing so many stories about like the literal issues with separating two kids that have been together for a while, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In the child uh, foster care system and moving them different locations, like they would wow. like fight with the social worker. Like my mother, like this is God, you know, 15 years ago now, but like she came <clears throat> home once and like she had a bandage on her arm because this kid like uh, <clears throat> poked her with a what is it called? Um, a letter opener. Oh my God. Like, because they were separating him from his, his buddy. Right. And so like, that's That's where like, you know, I can understand that like possessiveness. Cause that's like finding friendships and finding trust and loyalty is not something that's easily come by in those Mm -hmm. spaces. Um, so that was interesting. Right. Well, and they were running a racket too, stealing cars. I I mean, they were, weren't they like bringing them into Omar and they're, that's kind of how they were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they were, he was, that's like how they ran a racket so he wanted he wanted to keep that that going too if you they were missing certain days and they're not going to get get paid and stuff too right um, yeah i didn't seem like the money was that big it's more just like i want to play like, hoops and like, hang like, out like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's what it came off as is yeah, it just yeah, seemed right. like he was overly yeah. possessive of more of his like time like mm-hmm. to goof around yeah oh you've Which, been hanging out with a girl you've been hanging out with a girl hope, and that i didn't understand as well oh, because God, i just yeah. I I would have assumed that he would have been more open to him like spending time with a girl. It would have been a different situation if he was like spending time with like another like another group of guys. Like yeah, a rival gang or something like that. But see, but just it it, it, but also to yeah, I don't know. The the development too of his discontent is so just, you know, easy breezy. Just it it seems like it just happened, at least to me, out of very little where he's like i'm upset with you now i you're and it just seemed more of convenience of like let's stack another problem to like we're creating escalation and momentum in the plot Mm -hmm. like let's stack this on there and now he's upset with you know now he has a conflict and uh and so even outside of the relationship even and it just oh no sorry brandon no no go for it i was like even to further that like channing tatum tyler gage does that to nora because the reasons that Tyler Gage gets mad at Nora are like very like <laughs> shitty and selfish reasons for for the like the reasons that he gets mad. He's like, like he yeah. is fucking off, like playing basketball or something and like mm-hmm. pretending to steal cars with alarms. He rolls up to practice an hour late and she's like, oh, yeah. where the fuck were you? He's like, I don't know, I was busy. I had something to do. He did not have anything to do. He was fucking off, like hanging out with his friends. and then. She's like, well, he's like, can we just practice now? He's like, no, the the rehearsal space is take, taken. We reserved it an hour ago. Oh my god! And like, and then his too, and then her her boyfriend is sitting right there in the in the recording studio that's right next to the dance hall, which I'm sure the soundproofing must be <laughs> perfect yeah, in that room to be able to handle like <laughs> all the dancing that's going on next door. That's all like in the song. You're like, and then like people just like dancing in the background um that song fucking sucked by his her boyfriend but uh 
Oh my god! And then he his like passive aggressive bullshit that he was doing, where he's like, "This is a cl- well, what is it? A closed close studio?" Set. And then the doors co- open. Close, the the door closed set, right? Yeah, and then he's like, "Some of us, wide open, though, some yeah. of us actually like to try." Uh huh. Uh yeah, and then he then Channy Tatum like leaves in a huff, and then a Julian huff. Thank you very much. And nice. uh, and then. The next practice they're supposed to have, he like fucks off and misses that one and doesn't tell her. And then he she catches him. No, he doesn't fuck off. He goes and does like. Well, he's sweet. He's sweet. Work. He's sweeping the stairwell, but he doesn't tell her that he's going to miss practice. And then she yeah, rolls I, I guess up on him and is he's like, not "Fucking off." He's not having fun. He's also like self punishment by like arguably doing something less enjoyable, right? Than like going to practice. He is did, like he that- quit. He in that moment he he t- he tells Nora she's like what the fuck are you doing? He's like I I'm not going to do this dance thing anymore. She's like and you didn't fucking tell me? Like she, I don't know. I'd be pissed if I was Nora too. It's like you showed up oh, good, one, yeah. an hour late. We miss a rehearsal space. I set up another practice. Let's try again. And then that time you don't even tell me and I catch you sweeping outside and you just didn't didn't tell me at all. And you like and that you're quitting and then I'm going to have to do this alone. And then he just. Yeah. And then they're having a conversation sitting on the couch about we got to start trying in our lives because like they're kind of pushing. But I don't even understand. I'm trying to remember how that even got started because they're just like chilling there on the couch with skinny and then him and Mac are just kind of like, well, you don't try on anything. Well, you don't try either. And then they kind of just like are nagging each other to like make something of themselves. Um, which is kind of like this kind of half-assed through line for Tyler Gage. I feel like too. Cause I, yeah, he just, he comes off as a real jerk in, in some of the scenes. You, <laughs> and then he, cause he shows up right at the end to be like, okay, I want to dance now. I'm ready to well, dance he, right when she's about to go really, on. Man, that's know, yeah. really it. About and then this even movie, when like, even when the the guy, sorry, just I keep rambling, but just the one more thing please. is like the guy comes back. Tyler Gage is just a replacement. He's a replacement. The guy there was already yeah, a guy that, that that injured his foot and could not do it. So the only reason Tyler Gage is there is because she needs a replacement, and that was the deal. That was the deal. They agreed on that. Just because you fall in love doesn't mean that's not what the deal is, and so. They practice the whole thing. Now, and then guess what? Homeboy gets better and his foot gets better. And he's like, I'm ready to dance. And then Chaney Tatum's like, fuck you. You betrayed me. You don't love me anymore. I don't want to <laughs> do it. I don't want to be friends. And he like gets super pissy about it. And she's like, I have no control. I didn't know he was going to get better. Like and she's, everything she says makes so much sense to me. <laughs> and he's just oh, God, yeah. See, but that's oh, wait, but that's not how she said it though. It's like, she was also using that as a point, like a way to get something over Tyler in that moment as well. Like she wasn't letting him down, you know, or having like a, a more like, appreciative or uh understanding conversation she was using this as like yeah he's back I, you know what you knew the score like get out of here what do you you know why are you upset and having more at least that's the but way she that didn't I pre- know i like none of them knew he was gonna get better or get back or or anything so when he showed up it was just kind of like they both had to deal with it in that moment and he was already coming at it with like yeah fire being like pissy and just like oh i'm so pissed that he's, so, he's back i want to dive a bit it. And then like, I don't know. And then Nora's like angry at her boyfriend for not telling her like her about his record deal. No one's telling Nora anything, guys. Someone's got to tell Nora what's going on here. Uh, She's like, why why is no one telling me things? (laughs) 
You got and a I record think that deal? Is probably like one of the things that like like I really, I, I really dislike, um, especially like like now as an older individual. Like I really dislike this like discrediting of women that I see, especially in in like older content, right? Like older movies, older shows, because like Tyler is arguably being a dick, and he's simply getting away with it because he's a dude, right? Like, oh, yeah, you know, dudes can be kind of bitchy. Dudes can, like, be flaky. Like, because he even says lines of, like, give me a break. Like, no, nah, dude, you're being a fucking douchebag. Like, you are flaky. You are in, you're being inconsistent. And then you're, like, barking back at someone for calling you out on your, like, kind of dickishness, right? Mm-hmm. With the sheer expectation of, like, I said sorry. That should be good enough. Like, and I just, there were so many moments of that in this film, starting with um, that pivotal moment of when he, like, is an hour late. Like, that's the first time that he shatters his sense of trust that he built with Nora from the beginning of the film, when he's like, I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to be supportive. I'm going to make this dance go great. You know, he's doing that partially because, like, hey, this chick's cute, and she's hot, and I'm going to show up her boyfriend, right? Because her boyfriend's not being there. And then she has this illusion of, like, oh, this is actually a good guy that wants to be there for me. And then, like, he's, like, kind of, like, not the first opportunity, but pretty close of, like, now, nah, actually, like, I'm just a fucking guy. And, like, you should got you got to be cool with that. And I'm going to show up when I want to show up because, like, it's your responsibility to, like, be cool with that. And this film, like, definitely glorifies that in a way that I really didn't appreciate, especially with the ending. Like, to show up, you have, like, this dance company that's going to be there. And, like, everyone's like, well, he's here. And you're like, you're going to risk everything <laughs> everyone like, cheered for him like, we're, all right, we're, we're, we're doing the yeah, we're for, doing the tyler one everyone's like crazy. we're doing tyler's like, one yeah and <laughs> like dude He's you're back. a dick like you could have been there a week ago like you could have like prepped uh, and just everyone should have been like fuck you tyler we practiced for weeks yeah Where the fuck were you man yeah like man this I is just, horseshit and that's i i really didn't like that man sure. I just, to the degree where i'm just like sitting there like man this is gross it's just fuck and it's such a stereotypical trope of like just guys getting away with this shit right um and then like the like woman just kind of really pay even with the boyfriend james to like you know touch back on that point of like yeah like i didn't tell you like like that's fucked up like you literally got a record label deal and you didn't think like hey i'm just gonna like kind of give my girlfriend a heads up Hey, babe, I'm moving to fucking New York. Like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, with, with, with him, it's like more expected because he's the douchey boyfriend that everyone that you want as the audience and everyone who's yeah. partaking to Channing Tatum to supplant. But when Channing Tatum starts treating her in a similar way of like not telling her things either, it's just like, well, they're guilty of the same thing almost. They're not telling exactly. Nora anything. Exactly. No, and I think the only reason why I'm mentioning the boyfriend as like that moment too is. Mm. Like, there's no real, like, consequence. Other, like, she breaks up with him, right? But it wasn't like, it was such a weird breakup where she's like, yeah, we're broken up. Yeah. Like, that was yeah, a very see, interesting way to end that, right? Like, this emotionlessness of it, right? Know, yeah, it seemed where, like, like just one of those, they're in school, they're like kids, you know, it's yeah, just like, we right. were together for a second. Like and an just, yeah. It was just like, nah, fucking, I'm over it. Like, we're, we were dating only for like a short... But then that goes to lead on what her her friend, I forget what her friend's name is, when she finds uh, her boyfriend cheating on her, like, in a, I don't know, that guy was like, he went straight from on stage, he's like, hey, I'm going to take a five and go cheat on my girlfriend real quick, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and he went and immediately went backstage and started macking on this this other other lady, and then it was just like, in 
in view of everyone. I don't know. It was just like, it was, yeah, it comes across as some parts of this movie come across as a stage play. Like, I, it's just mm-hmm. that it's that like in yeah. your face over the top, like no subtlety, no subtext. Mm-hmm. And even I was noticing even something so much as. And I know this is a 2006 kind of thing, but even Nora's like makeup was like stage makeup. Like, and I know Mm -hmm. that she was at school. She might have stage makeup on for when she was doing some of her dances and everything, but um, things were just like, yeah. And, and even like blocking of, of how people walk and go around, it's all very pointed. And it seemed that the director, yeah, just had a very clear idea of blocking and how people interact um, and, and everything. But yeah, I mean, yeah, to to Kalo's point, I mean, her friend isn't really given much respect in that moment either. And then Mario, she doesn't make a respectful choice for herself, man. Like, like mm-hmm. immediately justifying and rationalizing that behavior, and like that, like drags on for a bit, right? Where like she's still kind of like rationalizing it for a bit longer, and then it takes um, like Miles to really put his foot down. Like, so taking away to that, her, like yeah. that, like where he's level like, of action. I can't right, believe like, you she, have those stand. He was he was like calling yeah, her out for her standards. Her? Yeah. Yeah. Instead of those that that being like an individual decision of like, hey, I'm worth more. Like I'm a woman, I'm worth more. You know, I thought this through. Like I would have, you know, obviously this is just me like wanting something from this film that would have never had that level of depth. Like I would have genuinely loved for her to have come <laughs> to Mas and be like, you know what? That guy, you know what? He he fucking sucks, right? And you're a great guy. And hey, and just fucking kiss, him, right? Like that level of like that's could have been done in a way that was not super dramatic, right? Even though to your guys' point of some more drama in that space would have been great, and not taking away so much of that. Um, what's the term? Not action. Um, like agency, right? Mm. There, there was so much of her agency that didn't exist, right? That was given to Miles, right? And I just like did not care for that at all. The characters like, in I general, just, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess some maybe more. Yeah, like more so the guys, especially the main character, like everyone. Yeah, like had to follow in his wake of his own decisions and his agency. But even to that point, like it was just everything was catering to the story that you could have already have like played out in your head, and it plays out exactly predictably how you would Absolutely. how you would think it's going to go um in terms of their their romance and there's going to be a, a fight and a fallout and then like even that guy when his foot was injured and then he comes back and he's like oh it's not injured anymore like the next thing he's like oh wait no it's totally injured <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> and it's like oh she's like, like oh yeah now i need tyler yeah. again and tyler's like i'm out of here i'm sorry <laughs> i mean it's, it's already over and it was just so the very next scene the guy is like oh yeah i shouldn't have <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't have been dancing on this. Sorry. <laughs> He's so upfront and honest with his partner, though. I mean, I respect the hell out of it. He's that actor. Know, yeah, just, there was like no blame in his way. Like he came very <laughs> forthright with everything he's saying. He's like, "Hey, I'm injured. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to find a replacement. I'm I'm really sorry about this." And I was like, "Well, okay. I'm. We'll hope you can hope you feel better." And he comes back. He's like, "Hey, I'm feeling better. I'm ready to ready to go again." She's like, "Okay, great." Uh, this is uh, Tyler, and Tyler's like, he's like, "Hey, nice to meet you." All right, well, I'll see you yeah. later. <laughs> it's like, there could have been a moment of Tyler being like, "Fuck you," but even Tyler was like, "Man, that guy's cool." <laughs> yeah, that's a nice guy. Oh, that guy's too nice. He's like, "Oh, I'm injured again." It's like, "Oh, well, damn, dude, maybe you should take better care of your." I mean, at that point, I'm just kind of like, "Okay, now I'm kind of annoyed with you. You should have known that your foot was not ready to go." <laughs> but to, uh, for but sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> right, but he is he's he's he blameless. Wants to be, he's he, blameless. He wants to push push himself, mm-hmm. and you know he pushed himself to the extreme, he, and then his body couldn't take it, and he respected his body and made the decision very quickly. God, that guy's like, cool. And, and then he yeah. even like even had a like mature a, guy chuckle to himself. He's, right. he's just like. I can't believe I thought I could do this. Man, <laughs> look at me right now. Uh, hey, it's okay, Sam. You'll get him next what? time. Okay, we'll get it next time. Hey, Nora, so I can't do this. W- I'm not ready. <laughs> I was almost thinking all those. <laughs> look on his face. Yeah. And she's like, thank you. I'm glad that you recognize that. <laughs> We're in this together, aren't we? Right. I was almost thinking all those other no, guys. No, you're not. She, uh, she, uh, no. she auditioned that like we're trying to lift her like purposely failed oh, so that they're like, my God, they're like, yeah. oh, I think this uh, Tyler Gage guy is really into her. Let's all like purposely fail so that she gets with him and we'll try to set them up because the way that they failed was just so silly. It was, And then I thought it was pretty funny, though, when she lifted one of them up. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> that looked kind of fun. <laughs> I, want, I want someone to lift me up like that. It looks fun. hey kayla you want to lift you lift me up um or you do the dirty dancing thing that'd be cool too they they essentially do that was the test she's like that was she's like you can't do it okay catch me and then she just runs at him and then he fucking nails it um yeah or like i want to be swung around like he does to his like his little brother uh, his little foster brother or whatever when he like grabs him by the feet and just starts spinning yep. him around that looks fun uh-huh. too uh, yeah. kid did a great handstand by the way kid nailed great it handstand. Yeah, oh, and that great. other kid yeah i like, like i was like hell yeah man his like foster sister mm-hmm. was great they had that whole uh little dance very good act very good dance off she was yeah. in a bu- bunch of stuff i yeah. remember mm-hmm. her on like disney channel or something and it's yeah it was so interesting to see her Cause I think she also like um, showed off her dance abilities. She's in a really lot, good lot dancer. Other yeah. Other stuff that she did. And I was watching this with Cara and she said she's in like a Missy Elliott music video or something. And she's like dancing, but is it, it, cool. it could be get your freak on. It might, it might just be that, but I'm just not, I'm not familiar, but I, yeah, she's, she's a great dancer. She's burping <laughs> and looking if you know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Buck buck. If you know, you know. Um, yeah, that's. I thought that was. There's like a lot of those like charming scenes where it's like, yeah, this could have been dedicated to character development or or drama <laughs> or something. But it's just like, no, let's have like Tatum hang let's out, not. hang outside, and he's just like doing a little dancing with his. You know, it's just it's like heartwarming. Like it puts you in a mood. There's a lot of like scenes in this where it's like, oh, this is just. It's not a musical. Because the movie is about dance. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, what's the word? Like, the sport di- of dance. Diagenic, diagenic, or whatever you'd call it, like to the story. It's like, it's, it's mm-hmm. inherent in the, in the material weaving of what, what it is. So when they're like out on the dock where it's like, this looks like a time to sing and dance for our love for each other. Like when they're in front of like a beautiful sunset at the docks. Yeah. My father worked in, was an executive at the shipping, uh, shipping uh, company a couple of years ago. I that was just such a throwaway. Like mm. that's, that's how I know about this spot. Um, but then she explains what a cannon is and it's like the yeah. row, row, row your butt. And then someone does row, row, row your butt. And then they kind of trails. And then they like show that a little, like very minusculely, but minusculely if that's a word but like 
she, like he does she's like oh i was thinking to be fun with like multiple people and then like one starts and then the other one starts after so he takes the lead and then she does like kind of a version after and then she's like one step behind and then that like quickly goes into them just doing a romantic kind of dance together um and that is just like i don't know your enjoyment of this movie is very much predica- predicated on if you like stuff like that if you're like i just mm-hmm. want to watch some some people dance and watch the the beauty of dance within that scene or the scene at the i don't know yeah i'm just we're jumping all around here but like what's up That's with cool. that uh that uh dancer party that looks pretty fun what is that look almost like a circus tent or something but that uh, build, yeah that building you walk in is just like looks like a very very fun party there's just all these artist types there's, there's people that do music there's dancers um they have, choreographed dance with a group of random people yeah, dude, there was like, was that, that a flash mob? I don't know. Bring flash mobs back <laughs> or something because that looks like fun. Yeah, it was like square dancing, but it was like the pop and lock version of square dancing. I, I, but then I there's also I like, stop. like the boyfriend of um, God, what was her name again? Um, um, Lucy, Lucy, the boyfriend of Lucy. Oh like, yeah, the guy that was, carries his uh, music portrayed. with him everywhere he goes. I was no, 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 no. That's Miles. Mario. That's Miles. Yeah, Mario. Mario. My bad. My bad. Mario or Miles. Miles, and but his name's Mario. His real name the is actor. Mario. Yeah. Yeah, oh, his, his actor name? name. Okay, got it. My, my bad. Yeah. Um, but like, like he the 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 dick actor or the dick musician. Like at least the way I understood it was he was like an actual real musician, right? That like you know mm. played music. I guess is what I was trying to understand from that film, but it was not explained well, mm. right? Because he was like a cool older guy in but a band. He, he didn't go to the school. It looked like he's like already signed no, he or was something. Definitely older. They talked about older. That yeah. Oh, that's right. Because uh, they joke about they're like they're like he's gonna go to jail for being a pedo at some point. They make a joke. Yeah, because like yeah. he's overage and she's underage, yeah. right? And you're like, got it. Okay. Like mm-hmm. that's fucking. You know that about him before you even meet you. him. Yeah. Um, and then like you see like like him at this like party with like a full band dancing for or playing music for these like people. It was such a weird, like such a weird setting to your guys's point. Right. Yeah. I was like, what is, what is this? Let's play music. There was no one like working there, maybe a bartender or two, but then there was like no one else in uniform running around. No one's bussing tables. (laughs) Where are those empty glasses going to go? Everybody's just solely there for the dance. That's true. No one's. Yeah. If anyone, if anything, people are like a water fountain or something like, Oh man, I'm just dancing so hard. I need to get, I need to get hydrated. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a place where people can go dance, and that's it. Yeah, totally dance. I mean, that's what Channing Tatum likes to do. That's what he was trying to do at the at the party in the at the beginning. I was probably probably at Omar's or something like that. They like to go Omar's, yeah. have parties at Omar's. Um, but this one, yeah, it just looks like a a circus tent full of dancers. I would be like intimidated to to dance in that situation. Even to Kalo's point, yeah, to even go, it's like, man, look at all these attractive, talented people. Oh God, I just want to get fucked up and make a fool of myself. What am I going to do? <laughs> For fucking real. All right. That's like, the, the, yeah, everyone's going to look door. at me funny. Yeah. <laughs> then, like Brandon to circle back to like Omar, um, like, Eddie G. Like just like yeah, I always just carry around a full setup to play live music. Like it's just like oh Mario, oh, no. Mario oh, or uh, what was his, what was oh, his, the yeah. character's name? Sorry, Mario Miles, right? He and carries, like, even he, he has his laptop, but then he has oh, I forget what they called his his uh, his music, right. his mixer music device thing. It was, it was like Dex, some, right? some 
Yeah, some deck. I don't know. It's like it was like a mixer that he had that he hooked his, he his uh, laptop plays. into, and then I think it just was like the mixer that he can uh, mix his song with. Wasn't a, there a, a keyboard bit. involved as well? Yeah, I mean, so, like, it, he does I mean, it at, at the, Omar's and at that other place. At the school, he's got a badass Korg. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget what the name, the type of Korg it is, but it's like a workstation keyboard. You could actually, yeah, you could fucking make, you know a whole whatever like layers and there's mixer and all within that keyboard it's like a you know big computer and their workstation and there you can make everything so that that makes sense and, and all that i was just wondering what he had in his like little knapsack it was like a small mac like cd drive but then there was yeah this one other like mixer thing and i really liked how people were like oh you brought your stuff like omar like at the omar party too he's like hook it up man fucking hook it up and he's like all right. And there was just like no hesitation, yeah. just like people being like, Let me hear you shit. Like, he's like, cool, absolutely. Bro. He wasn't like, and I liked how confident he was. That like I feel like a lot of situations they'd be like, nah, man, I don't know. I'm just unsure no, about my music. Yeah, he's like, No, my shit is great and you need to hear it. And I liked how mm-hmm. like there I liked the artistic drive of all a lot of the characters in this movie. And yeah, the friend was a really great singer, and in that one dance scene, they're like, Yeah. She's she's majoring in dance because she's already a great singer. <laughs> can you imagine what type of triple sh- triple threat that she's gonna be? Oh my god, she can already oh like. God, yeah. It's like she started singing. It's like I thought you were you were in dance, man. Um, and she's yeah. got those two thousand six bangs too. Hmm. Um. Yeah, we're 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 stepping up, baby. This is uh, that's the moment where a lot of a lot of people step all up all together and show their artistic side, and it's just like. And then there's like, okay, ladies on one side and guys on the other. And then they have a little dance off. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I th- I'm thinking of like uh, other broad sweeps of the movie or like big scenes that that would be fun to talk about. I can go through some of my notes. I guess like it'd be talking about it, it'd be talking about skinny a little bit more if we want to get yeah, into absolutely. just like, like how, how out time. of fucking left field that is, because there's just. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, if there, Brandon, yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, absolutely. So Skinny is the younger brother to uh, Channing Tatum's um, Mac. Mac, his best friend, and he is the biggest supplier of just like whenever he's just in transit to something and he's laughing and he's just chuckling and it there. So you've already mentioned it before and it was getting so noticeable because there was a lot of times in the movie where they're just like laughing, you know, mm-hmm. in, in each other, just like, ah, oh, we're pushing you know, each other. We're, we're guys. Yeah, yeah like, man, we just fucking, it's yeah. horsing around laughing. Yeah. And, uh, he's a huge a proponent goof. of it. Um, yeah, so he just is like a beloved character and, um, yeah, so then they go to the, they go to Omar's, right? So they're at Omar's place. And Skinny has to stay home. Skinny has to stay home. Uh, Omar Heavy D. Uh. Who's that? Shout out out to Heavy D. He's a a musician. He's made some, yeah, he's made some dope tracks. He he was, he was carrying that vibe. I, I don't know. Yeah. Of somebody that just actually lived that life or something. I don't know that he was like acting. He's like, and, and, like, yeah. You look too real for this movie. <laughs> totally. But he added a lot of validity to that. To yeah. For sure. too, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, yeah. The way that it looks is not great, but um, yeah. So uh, Channing Tatum and, uh, and Mac are at the party. Uh, 
Skinny is told to stay home. He decides to leave the house and then on his way there, but close by, right? Or no, he goes into the party. No, he and goes into the party, yeah. He go, they go into the party. Or he, or Skinny goes into the party and then they tell him that he has to get out of there. And then he the whole time he's just talking, cracking jokes. He's on the way out. He's making the people being like, Skinny, get out of here. And oh, that's such a, yeah, that's such a great movie energy though. I guess I might nitpick the laughing because it just was a little bit too much. But the he yeah, this character of Skinny is a fun, stereotypical movie character that I really do enjoy. Can I say one thing uh, that happens at the party that I'm thinking of before you finish off with Skinny is mm-hmm. that Mac and Omar meet. And I was like, why are we seeing it was like, oh, it's interesting. Oh, they're shaking hands. They're meeting. OK. And then they actually have a sit. They have a sit down and talk. And you see Mac kind of make fun or like he's like he looks at Mario and he's like, you go to the art school. He's like, you don't seem like an art school kind of guy. And that kind of like starts Uh to come around for him that like not everyone is uh, is a a white, a white, a white stuck up asshole privileged sort of. And yeah. And and then what I love that this is where like Omar does not do much in this movie. But Omar is like, hey, man, how do you feel about what is he? He says like. What about like mob mob deep and miles Davis and fucking Tupac. Mm -hmm. They went to art school. Like you, do you, do you not like them either? And then Omar's just like telling them to lay off. And I was like, fuck, I don't know. Fuck yeah. Omar. Like he just one line. He, he said it perfectly. And then like was the, the perfect ethos of what the movie is trying to tell you. And Omar fucking nailed it. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, that is a good heart of the movie because, um, yeah, that's where the the rubber meets the road on bringing like validating hip hop and talking about how it is an art. And there isn't that there isn't that much of that in the movie. It's just more so well, everybody has their like, grind too. everyone's got their yeah. grind and everyone's got their way and path to get their dreams and express themselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, in the same way that you could argue basketball is a fucking art for for Mac, you know, that's that's an art. Right. And I do enjoy that it was not aggressively pushing an agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, that was nice, right? Like like not aggressively mm. like like hip hop is something you need to respect or like you know like like it was subtle and it was real. It was. Right? Almost uh you know subversive mm. in ways, right? And I actually genuinely enjoy that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that makes for a more like organic plot line, even though once again, like the idea that that was intentional is really fucking unlikely, but yeah. I still enjoy it. Right? I love that. He put mob deep on the same level as miles Davis too. It's great. Mm. And oh, like, I, arguably to your point, like that could have just been him literally being him. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like, like almost like oh, yeah. that heavy D or whatever. He's like, Oh, we rolling. Oh, whatever. Right. <laughs> And he heavy D does seem like the type of guy that, yeah, that would say those things. And I think it was easy for him to do it. He just has always seemed like a really charismatic guy and a smart guy as well. Cause yeah, he just, um, he he understands the, like the music that he made was popularizing hip hop too a little bit, you know, and, and, and bringing it, making it, I think, yeah, making it bigger than, yeah, keep it contributing to the culture i think in a good way um well circle back to skinny because i, I do want yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that yeah, that was just like one that. part of the I think party really I, was, I was reminded of it but yeah please, please continue brandon 
Yes. So skinny. So um, the younger brother is kicked out of the party. He is leaving the party. And then he's sees- real quick, Brandon, it's, it's never really defined, like other than mom wants you to be home. Like he never did something that made him need to not be at the party. Like he seemed oh. very much so at home in the beginning of the movie. And then also oh, people like skinny, get out of here. And you're like, why? Oh, what right. the fuck did skinny do? Like, like he, this should party. not oh, they- matter to anybody. Like, Oh, like when he was, they told him, yeah, because mom would kill us if you were here. And then once he's leaving, everyone's kind of pointing and laughing at him for no reason. Yeah, yeah. and like, oh. read, and it was just like. And then yeah, one guy like just, pushes him and he's like, yeah, skinny, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. He's like, oh, skinny. There's even this moment he's like playing on the basketball court and then Channing Tatum like rolls up. He's like, I'm back. Can we be friends again? I'm done with the dancing thing. And then Skinny's like, oh, yeah, great. Let's play basketball. And then he, like, has the ball. And then they steal the ball from him, do an alley-oop, and just dunk on his face and start <laughs> laughing at him. <laughs> just, like, literally slam dunk on him. And steal. And then yeah, there's just literally. The, the, and the jump cuts to him just, like, with his head down with them playing with the basketball. Anyways, <laughs> we're just going to keep on interrupting yeah, you, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. Yeah, please continue, sir. No, please it's continue. A, it's, all, it's all, yeah. This is who context. Skinny is. <laughs> yeah, this is who Skinny is. He just gets younger brother. Was, guys. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Sorry. Yeah. R.I.P. Fuck. R.I.P. Uh, but that's okay. So we, Skinny, uh, yeah, I guess it was interesting for somebody to say, I can't remember who it was, that like, they were teaching skinny to do what he did because to me, I didn't make that connection. And it just really is so out of left field because again, like even though Kilo in particular, you have been ascribing some really like interesting and deep meaning to this movie. This movie is very breezy. And so at this point we're like, there's no doubt that they're going to win (laughs) in the end. And there's no, you know, there's none of, there isn't really that much of a struggle. I know too, that we've covered, you know, the relationship between Nora and her mother and all that, but it really has all been taken just, uh, it, yeah, it, not a lot has been put into it. And then we get skinny stealing a car and getting into something that's way over his head and not just uh, anybody's car. But not just anybody's car. Yeah, you know, it's like the it, the particular guy who has a gun. We know has a gun. It's Chekhov's gun. We it know is, it really is. Yeah, that it foreshadowing really, really comes through. You see one gun, and, and you see it again later. Part. Yeah, like, and I guess I, I'm it. so curious, Brandon um, and James. Like, like, what did you think? Like, what went through your mind the moment that you saw Skinny look at that Escalade? Because, like, I'm very curious what you guys have to say. About when he stole God, it, it was like, no way. No way this is happening. Why is he really? doing this? Because oh, in, my, in my mind, he's like 15, 16 years old. He knows not to steal somebody's car. Like, that's not going to end well. If anything, he's already should have been hardened by the, living where he and coming from where he is and lives and whatever. It, like, that if you were to steal somebody's car, especially, you know, those two dudes. Yeah. Like, because I think he was at the party too, that Channing Tatum gets the gun pulled on him, right? He has to have been. 
Of course he was. He was there. That he was the knows yeah. those dudes are like, That's there's why like he a... was grounded in the Thanks, first yeah. place is because he went to that party and his mom's like, mm. I heard that you went to that party oh, or yeah. somehow or whatever. And then it's not like, again. now mm. you're not again. You're not allowed to go to this party. And but they like, they set the stage for him to at least do that. I guess the, what actually happens to him. I don't think that that was something that I expected. But him at least like stealing a car, there was enough setup, I guess, to be like, he wants to be like the guys. This is something that they do. So to be like and Omar said he wanted an Escalade. Uh, I, I, Whoa. Omar specifically that. said he wanted an Escalade really? when they brought that hoopty. Right. Oh, OK. Like literally said, you need to bring an Escalade to be back in my good oh. graces if you want to come to my party. Right. And then Skinny's like, can I come to the party anyway? I'm skinny. I'm fun. And then Omar's like, no, like, and then he's like, oh, I guess we got to get an Escalade. And then, um, like, it was so like, and I'm being dead serious with you guys. I literally seized the car and I just am like, oh, he's going to get killed. Like that is literally something that went through my head. Something bad was going to happen. No, I'm like, he's going to get killed. Like, and I'm like, and I'm like, that's fucking dumb. I don't think that's a great arc for this movie. But as soon as I saw it, I'm like, the kid's going to steal the car. He's going to get shot. I just thought they'd be like, he's in the hospital. He got shot in the leg. He's going to get better. And he's going to have some heartfelt moment between them of like, Tyler, you got to dance for me, Tyler. Come on, man. You (laughs) got to go tear up that stage. I know you're born to do it. Mac, come closer. I want you to dunk dunk <laughs> all over those and one mixtapes i want to see all your moves on that and one mixtape in 2007 and then just kind of be like i'll be better in a few weeks i don't know <laughs> and like, yeah, or like he's, like, he's coming out that, he's coming out like yeah. in crutches or something yeah. but when they right. cut to a fucking hole in the goddamn ground <laughs> him going six feet under it's like <laughs> It just happens too fast. I, I don't oh, know. It happens. You're absolutely guess, right, Kalo. I mean, it's, it's just, I just don't, I just was still like my mouth was agape when I saw Man. that cut to be like, there was no in between of just like, it's fucking over. The mother herself isn't really given the time to have her moment. I, I can't remember her having a moment even at the funeral for, you know, like approaching mm-hmm. Tyler and Mac and be like, I told you boys not to bring him to the party where were you why didn't he get home safe you what you gave him bus fare you couldn't walk him back like there was none of that conversation because the movie didn't want to have that energy i think it just didn't want to go there it (laughs) wanted to go right back to dance we gotta dance our problems away so then don't uh okay so then don't kill him then then don't kill him the question is like 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 why i guess and and i don't know if if there's an answer to this question like why kill skin because i just was not but also like i was not surprised at all i guess make him go to juvie or something i don't know like i just saw it and i'm like he's gonna get killed and i'm like he got killed immediately like yep he's gonna get killed he got killed this makes perfect sense like as in like i'm not surprised at all this movie did this Mm. and i'm not surprised at all that pace Mm -hmm. and none of that was shocking to me none of that was like to your point, wow. James, like a jar, right? I was just like, yep, saw that coming a mile away. Like, and Whoa, then like kind of breezing it, through it and being like, yep, you didn't give the character justice. Yep, you didn't add weight to it. Cause at no point had in this film, have yeah. you added weight? Like to your point, why the mother wasn't like, like my son's dead because of your guys' actions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like the only like, way like being the Jaws brother or being something, like, like how yeah, like, like uh, that whole Jaws yeah. scene. You could have just had that if her like, my boy is dead because of you. 
Sheriff Brody. Mm-hmm. Just no. If I wasn't surprised, I was like, yep. I mean, wow. fair, fair enough. Like, I think both I, I can relate with Brandon where we were on the same page of like something bad was going to happen. But to what extent and how it was handled, I think it was just a knock on the movie for me that didn't have. I don't know, as much of an attendant effect. I understand that like this is a very real occurrence in fucking in life. And like if they're trying to express something uh like that, like I I commend you to want to instill some realism into your movie, but how it was handled, the timing with the char- the particular character that you choose as a sacrificial lamb to propel other characters' careers forward. And within the last like 10 to 15 minutes of the movie where the dance is going to be happening within that time. And then it's ending in like a sports movie sort of way. I, I, I don't know. It was, it was, uh, it was not handled uh, well. And, and, and I think, and I think there is a version of that where it could have not been so drastic for a movie that the stakes leading up to that point have not been uh, super, super high. And then all of a sudden it's like life and fucking death. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's unarmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it, yeah, and then they they dance and uh, the the movie essentially wraps up with um people getting what they want out of out of things. Uh, Mario and uh his lady like have a thing going right. Is there anything else that comes yeah. out of them? Like, does he talk Mario to anyone about together. getting any? Uh, it just seems like he's made his his certain paths within music sort of situations were like, he'll be fine. Like he's a backpack. We know, yeah. He's a backpack uh, producer. <laughs> like he's going to be the next Kanye or something. He's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. And he's just going to keep on showing his beats to anyone who wants to listen. Um, right. And then we got the triple threat Her his, his uh, love interest where, you know, she's going to be singing, just amazing. singing and dancing and, and doing it all. Um, Tyler Gage is uh is on his way to be in the school and Nora is did a very successful thing in the scout. It's like, this is the lady, this is the girl I told you about. Um, and yeah, so all those scouts were there and they saw her do her thing and the movie wraps up. Um, I will say this is completely out of nowhere, but I kind of got a fat crush on the Dean. I know. Yeah. Like she, yeah. I don't know what it is about. And maybe it's <laughs> my, my age a little bit more or something, but like, oh, well, because, well, like yeah. she turns around right at the beginning and she's just got this low, like <laughs> yeah. turtleneck. That's it's just, so a, plunge, just a plunging turtleneck yeah. all yeah. And, and she just, she speaks in this very bookish sort of way. Now it's not, it's not like English or British, but it's just like, well, Tyler, I guess you have to try your very best. And she's just like soft spoken. It's like seductive how she like kind of, speaks sure. there. I don't know when she was talking the about accent, like yeah. when he was like I want to get into the school how do I do it and it's like I don't know she's also very cool and demure about everything as well and I like how but not and too not, condescending either no 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 it's it's like no, she's just stern stern yeah yes, but that, but that stern. character could be condescending which is a very unattractive quality yeah it was very matter of fact Right? Could be condescending. Like, it could be like uh, she not, flirts with condescending. Not though. not so. Oh, no, she does. But oh, she's 100%. but she's very real too. It's like I liked how when she saw what Nora was doing with like the mix of uh, hip hop and classical, that she was on board. And then she with was like her, sitting yeah. there, like, hmm, Ooh, interesting. And then she goes to Nora. She's like, this is very risky, Nora, but I like it. Like she was <laughs> she was into it. She was vibing with it. But she was just like, some people might not. People. It might be. 
polarizing, if you will. And uh, that's the polarizing nature. Mascot. As long as you step She's up. our mascot. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Let's hold the vote. <laughs> All in favor say aye. Yeah, aye. But, and then she just handles things really well. Even at the end, Tyler rolls up. He's like, I want to dance in your show. And she's like, Tyler, this is not the time. Back off. Yeah. And Nora's like, yeah, Tyler, like, I can't do this right now. And they have a kind of back and forth. And then, and then she, again, she's like, Tyler, you really got to go. This is not the time. And then they talk a little bit more. And do you understand like, the stakes here? And then, oh, Tyler, yeah. and then Tyler's <laughs> about to leave. And then Nora like calls out for Tyler. And then she, you see her in the background. She's like, Nora wants it now. Now I'm going to back off before it was Tyler pushing, pushing, pushing. And Nora being like, no, no, no. And you see her in the, like overseeing everything. And then right when Nora's like, I do want you to be in it. And then, that's when she, the dean is like, okay, it's okay. They'll, they're going to be okay. Um, but yeah, she's got, I don't know. She's just got this like seductress spell over me, guys. I, I don't know. I want to go. <laughs> maybe I think I want to go to art school now. Um, but yeah. Keep we rolling through the art school wow. till you find her. Like, or someone like her, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll start wearing turtlenecks too. You think a guy... <laughs> Maybe I just like turtlenecks. You think a guy could wear a plunging turtleneck like her? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I probably can't pull it off as well. James, yeah. I or think scarves. You there's a lot of scarves. Question. Come on. There are, you oh, got yeah. this. Yeah. Or I go, I go Echo United or something. Um, I was trying to think if I have any other, any notes that'd be worth it. Uh, his sister gives him a l- very large glass of OJ I'm seeing here at one point. It's like a very, very big glass. <laughs> there's this whole thing between uh, skinny... Tyler and Mac where he's like, well, if, well, you're the Jerry to my Montel and then skinny, that makes you Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely like a time. Um, And uh, yeah, she blames Channing Tatum for taking someone's future at the art school because he destroys the set when they break into that school. She's like, well, that's one less person that is not going to get a scholarship. Um, Yeah. I'm going to, maybe not I'll, bad. I'll scroll. That's not bad. Yeah. I'll scroll through. Good. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's like certain, certain things that get the point across really tight and clean in, in this movie. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think I'll just like roll through some of my notes, maybe during my review, but for now, uh, let's go on to the real reason for this podcast, which is, uh, people's opinions on the internet. Or do you guys oh, have anything yeah, else? Yeah, it's my favorite part. Oh, that's great. That's what uh, Michael Sims said last week. He's like, oh, this is my favorite part as well. It's always fun to uh, go through it. Mm, This is true. And this is what <laughs> this podcast is, where they congregate, uh, you polar bears out there. Uh, we got the critic side we're going to start with first. And they, they uh, are represented by a 21 percentile on uh, okay. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> So let's let's get into that. See what see what they got to say. Um, if they're if they're feeling the step up, if they want to step up with us, or if they're <laughs> if they're refraining, um, step down. Yeah, it might be more of a step down for the. I, I think it's probably a step down for the critics. Yeah. Let's go ahead and start with TV Guide magazine from Angel mm-hmm. Cone. Uh, this teen drama may be filled with some great looking dancing, but it's hackneyed, predictable script. Script is a giant step in the wrong direction. 
do uh, USA Today from Scott Bowles. For a movie about dancing, Step Up is, a, is pretty clumsy on its feet. Wow. Nailed that guy's it. probably really proud yeah. of himself. <laughs> uh, but that's that's what you want. That, those Nailed are it. the critics' reviews that are my favorite. Yeah, this, that's what yeah. we come to the critics' side oh, for. Great. Like yeah. uh, those those uh, one-liners are, Witty, just, are like, just wonderful. Yeah. Um, Hollywood reporter Frank Sheck. While its sexy young lead performers and enjoyable dance sequences should provide some box office box office enticement. This directorial debut from choreographer Ann Fletcher likely will score bigger on video. Speaks to the how uh, viable video was at the time, and you were mentioning kind of DVD sales, oh, like, you know, like how yeah. how you kind of maybe people might pass this around uh, DVD style, right. like at the at at the time, especially you see this high audience rating and and where it comes from, and yeah, it just seems like oh, it's got good music. We could put it on the background. Um, and and vibe out, baby. Uh, AV Club Scott Tobias. Rather than cast actors who can't dance or dancers who can't act, Step Up splits the difference with stars Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan, who pull double duty with uninspired competence. Uh, Chicago Tribune Jessica Reeves. It's oh. no accident that the credits for the movie are a who's who of dance movie alumni. Director Ann Fletcher choreographed Bring It On. Screenwriter Dwayne Adler penned Save the Lance Dance. Uh, there we go. And the movie was photographed by Michael Saracen, who shot Fame. This is a real, like, superhero uh, casting for this movie. Yeah. Um, from, I'll do, like, one or two more. From the Washington Post, Destin Thompson. Tatum, the hunky object of Amanda Bynes' fancy in She's the Man and an engaging basketballer in Coach Carter is the best thing about this uninspired formula thong on. Oh, I forget. He was in Coach Carter too, Channing Tatum was? That's been a while since I've seen that. Uh, yeah, I don't remember him in the movie. But I don't I remember him in that. Yeah. Maybe. Can um, revisit. I mean, I don't mind. I, again, like it's, uh, this is a sports movie to me. Guys. This is a sports movie, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Coach Carter was his, literally his first movie. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't remember mm. that. Um. I'll do maybe one more from the Austin Chronicle from Merritt Ingman. This could be a pilot for the WB. Hollywood choreographer Fletcher makes the jump behind the camera, but displays a greater aplomb for staging than drama. And the movie is as fleeting as the last weekend of summer. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, we'll move on over to the audience side who got a high, high 83% on Rotten Tomatoes compared to the 21. I mean, this is like pretty divisive. I think this is like just so perfect for our podcast, this movie. Um, <laughs> it really is. I think like those numbers kind of actually tell the story here a little bit. Sometimes they're, they can be a little misleading, but, um, yeah, like the, this so far is kind of tracking and making sense in my mind of what the critics say, but let's see what the audience has to express about it. Um, this is a joint account from Bill and Ellie five stars titled teen dream. My inner teenager and my actual teenager insists that I give this five stars because of the dancing and the fact that these two married in real life. The plot is unrealistic, mm -hmm. but perfect for youth before the real world crushes their dreams. Lulls. 
I, Jeez. <laughs> I wonder if they tell. I wonder if they tell. Dude. Do they tell their teenager that too? It's like, yeah, enjoy the while last. They use lulls too much. Lulls. That that type of parent. They say that. Uh, it it is. Yeah, to that is something to be said about it. it, What they mention, though, gives you another reason to be a fan of this movie, I think, is that because like Channing Tatum goes on to become a really big movie star. So this there's some humble beginnings here where you're like, oh, you know, he's really, you know, starting out, coming up, get, you know, start. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Gain momentum, maybe. Um, I don't know off of this movie in particular. I loved him and Coach Carter. (laughs) Yeah, right. But he's getting in more movies, I guess is what I mean to say. And then, yeah, they get married and they were together for a really long time, I think, until like 2016 or something like that. 2019 is when they finally got the war. Yeah, they were together like nine years or something. Yeah, Right. Yeah. And I know that uh, Channing Tatum was on, and maybe even his wife, I would love to go back. I should have watched it before we had this discussion, but I know that Channing Tatum was on that that TV show where the lip syncing, where people like lip sync and dance at the same time. It's uh, most people like I think game might show? know. Nah, it's like a competition. Right, like, right. You know, like a celebrity competition uh, show or whatever. A celebrity competition show. Yeah, absolutely. Lip sync battle or some, that's, it sounds familiar is what you're describing. N- Mm-hmm. yeah i think that's what it's called and uh all of those things add to the you know the narrative outside of this movie into the fandom of this movie and yeah it god and now with kalo the way that he's described some of the stuff i can see why yeah people like this movie oh yeah for sure um i'll move on to another audience review from uh amanda titled fantastic movie like most other 16 year old girls i know i knew I watched this all the time when it came out. Channing Tatum was hot even before he became Magic Mike, and Jenna Dewan was great. So 11 years later, I ordered this to re- reminisce and watch it in HD on 65 inches rather than on my 24-inch box TV. <laughs> Hell yeah. I thought I got really racy for a second, and then, yeah. Oh, about Channing TV. Tatum or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is by far the best step-up movie. I think they could have just had this one and not made the others. Order it. You know you want to. Oh, wow. And, and we did, gentlemen. We did. Oh, I did. Yeah. It was on wow. sale. $1 off on Amazon. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, to rent. Uh, from C, titled right, Grant right. Dance, great, dance great, great, great Dancing and Impressive Chemistry. This review is for my daughter. She loves this movie and all of the impressive dance scenes. I actually enjoyed it as well. I have no dancing pedigree slash ability slash desire whatsoever. Tatum and his lead lady actually Tatum and his lead lady actually have some chemistry. I thought love chemistry was dead in movies after suffering through some of those old Spider-Man movies with Peter and Mary Jane, but I was wrong. Blam. Thinking about the, the Raimi Spider-Mans, I guess mm-hmm. what they're thinking. about. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I could, see, I could see that. Mary Jane is, is kind of a kind of a wet rag in those movies. <laughs> uh, from oh, uh, Dunst. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, even just like more Isn't than it interesting the to Mary, describe that the Mary Jane itself herself. What's up? Totally, but it, it's inter- that's it, so interesting that you uh, describe her like that because I haven't thought about that character, but I could as 
like remember why that is the case because a lot of it is more like nagging him to be there more and that's a lot of her uh struggle as a character is like just wanting more attention from spider-man and in not and that definitely and then also from my memory she wants more attention from his fans as well she is upset that he oh, yeah. is more famous than her in her musical and, theater career and when that starts right failing she starts blaming Flabber. him kind mm. of uh about it so it's just kind of like come on who, who cares about your musical theater career <laughs> i don't know if that was in two or three or, or whatever but uh that sounds like a three thing for sure i think yeah i think there was like one she's like walking out of the theater and she's like, Oh, this big crowd must be here to see me. And then it's like Spider-Man swings overhead. She's like, damn you Spider-Man. I'll get you one day. And then she becomes uh Oh man, that'd be great if she just becomes a villain. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's, man. Like, she's like Phantom of the Opera or something. She's like in the, in the wings of the, the stage and like, Oh yes, yeah, Spider-Man, I will get you. Um, uh we might have lost brandon we'll uh we'll, we'll get him back oh he's back we got a brandon back we got our brandon back thank god i was worried i was worried there for a second um my heart skipped a beat yeah i need a my heart is it is doing a little pitter pattering or some pop and locking if you know what my i mean my heart just stepped up Ooh! wow Ooh, okay was i the only one that disconnected you guys didn't disconnect yeah what the hell's your yeah. problem yeah brandon Whoops, my bad. Let's do a couple more uh, audience reviews and then we'll move on to uh, our own thoughts and opinions. From Kirsten A. Basanko, five stars, titled Best Dancing Movie I've Seen in a Long Time. Purchased this when it first came out, but lost my copy somewhere. Probably loaned it to someone who didn't return it. Saw Step Up Revolution on a movie channel a while ago and remembered how much I enjoyed the first one. The two sequels do not measure up to Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan, so I purchased another. Love watching it and the dancing, although somewhat out of my era, is amazing. Loved it. Loved um, it. We'll go to Erwin Oves Jr., titled Review by the Wife. This movie is awesome. I love the way it's all put together and the fact that the gal and the guy come from completely different backgrounds, have completely different interests, making you think the partnership would never work, much less come together. But by the end of the movie, it worked out very well to the point of a fruitful friendship and eventual romance. A movie all romantics could watch again and again. Uh, They didn't have an interest, though. They had a similar interest in dance. How could you forget? Dance. Uh, maybe a couple more here, like one or two more from Brooklyn cowgirl titled great dancing. One of my favorite dance movies plot is predictable, but it's still fun to watch, which I've done over and over. You can, you can't ever get tired of looking at Channing Tatum. Come on now. <laughs> mm. True fans will know that he married his co-star and they now have a child. We're just breathing past that, aren't we? Gentlemen? <laughs> wow. Holy shit. <laughs> It got real racy. I was concerned about the other one, but that was the raciest comment I think we've had on on this podcast. Come on now. (laughs) I mean, come on. We all know what we're doing here, everyone. We all know while we're watching this movie. Jeez. (laughs) It's just over and over on repeat. I mean, for me, we'd go in the reviews and then we'd see the same thing from me, except about the Dean. So whatever. To each their own. We all know why we're here. I mean, come on now. 
It's called objectification for a reason. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Don't make me seem like the bad guy here. I just want to go to art school and have uh hot hot for I'm hot for teacher. I'm sorry, Kayla. I'm hot for teacher. <laughs> Talk to Van Halen. Talk to uh, Sammy yeah. Hagar. I need help. We forgive you. <laughs> uh I'll do like one more from Roger titled Fun, Fun, Fun. Uh, let me just start by saying Channing Tatum can dance his butt off. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyone who likes him as an actor will enjoy him getting his groove on. This one is definitely worth watching if you're into street style dancing. Kind of brings me back to the old B-boy era when going to the clubs and getting together with old friends was worth it. I don't know what that means. I don't know what being worth it. Yeah. That's what I'm kidding. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I could do these audience. Audience reviews are so fun. People, people really get expressive about. Uh, Give us a couple more, James. Okay. From uh, Ms. Katz titled, My Daughter Loves These Movies. My 14-year-old daughter is a dancer who has been dancing since she was three years old. She absolutely loves all the step-up movies and collected every one that has been released. She will play them when she has the company of her dancer friends and at times when she just wants to see some good, clean, entertaining dancing. That's where I think this movie like shines is like, yeah, I just want, I just want to see some dancing. There's not like, yeah, absolutely. And most of the times when there is dancing, it's a musical and there's a singing as well. This is just more dancing. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a level of cleanness to it. Right. Where like, it wasn't overly sexualized dancing. Right. Mm. Which, um, it was very expressive, which I definitely enjoyed. Yeah, but Channing Tatum can definitely dance that butt off. I mean, come on now. Oh. <laughs> come on now. Who are we kidding? Now that you're mentioning it, I think my rental's 24 hours, so I'm just going to go. Shit. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Uh, yeah, let's do uh, from Denise H. Five stars titled Well Written, Entertaining, Lots of Chemistry. It's not the notebook, but couldn't find anything wrong with this movie. Most everything you look for in a romance. Didn't surprise me that Channing Tatum became popular after this. His real wife was just as good. Yes, he married his co-star. Also not surprising. Not Would you guys say the same? Was it not surprising that they were married off screen? Kind of in terms of like their chemistry. Like I could tell they're, they were very much like in those there's this one montage there's a couple montages of dance and there's this one near the like they're just kind of like we're in love we're courting each other oh we're falling so head over over heels in love and we're working on this thing and there's this one scene where like they're just fucking around and she's like trying to lift him up and then like she's trying to do some break dancing and stuff and then they like almost like trip or something and they fall into each other. And he like gives her this embrace and they're giggling. I'm like, oh, my God, they're so in love. <laughs> they are so in love. Right super, now. And it was super good. genuine. Yeah. yeah. Very much like where you felt like you were. Yeah. Flying on the wall or something like <laughs> watching something that Dude, you're they not added sure. a level of depth to the script that was not written in the script. <laughs> like Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That where like stuff like that would happen. And the fact that everyone. Were, they were all actual dancers. You see the director actually playing a choreographer in the movie. Um, that is just very much for that part forward in this movie that the physicality had to was paramount to the to the director and how how things uh, went about. But 
Um, any, any final notes on like why people think this is a polarizing movie? Does anyone want to talk about that before we go to final reviews? Cause yeah, I guess from like, if I can say anything from these last reviews, it seems like, you know, the critics just kind of were leaning more into, we talked about some of it, just like the, the plot and not being fleshed <laughs> out enough. And they even gave it some yeah. credit for the, uh, some of the dancing, but they said the script was really predictable. Um, and yeah, it just, it didn't, didn't seem like it, it piqued their, their fancy in a sort of deep, deep sort of way. And it didn't, the good things didn't carry it enough for them to give it higher marks. Um, and then, yeah, the audience just seemed to have a lot more fun with it. And even some of the reviews people were writing as a group, like, Oh, we watched it. I watched it with my kid or my wife and my wife. And, uh, <laughs> those group experiences seem to be enriching for, for some, some people, especially, yeah, I think that one about the 14 year old daughter, I believe that, uh, have, has her friends over and they're all dancers. And I don't know, there's this one move that looked really cool that I, I'd probably throw my back out. Um, <laughs> I'm turning 32 tomorrow folks. It's, it's, it's just is what it is, but where, uh, Channing Tatum, like he flips himself backwards and then he like lifts himself up with his, his arms. And then like, just, I don't know, he pushes himself up. That look, that looks so cool. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I can picture like people just like, I want to try that too. It makes it's inspiring as an artist to see all these people, uh, living up to their dreams in certain ways. But any, any final comments on that? Like the polarizing side of it? Uh, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense. The, the, like concept and joy you get from the the theatrical artistic representation of the dancing and mm -hmm. how like like especially young girls right in that time frame just being like this is great they're so cool i love this this is fun yeah. right mm -hmm. and almost like a testament Romantic, to yeah. the mundanity of this film of like you can just watch it over and over for the dancing and just really not be that emotionally invested in anything else, right? Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, makes a totally. lot of sense on mm -hmm. why, like, like young girls like loved it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, right? And and like, kind of the parents being like, yeah, like this is like not a risky thing for my daughter to watch over and over, right? Totally. Um, that being just yeah. really appealing, you know, yeah. just really, really. Appealing. Yeah, there's no sex so scene or anything it, right? like that. Yeah, they just dance. No. no. Yeah. yeah, and it's good dancing. You know, I think that's the one thing we all agree. Like, it, it's good dancing. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, they wanted that more than than anything. It, it seems like for, yeah, she she herself, the director, seems like blocked and choreographed everything. Which, yeah, that's a lot to do as well as direct the movie that you're you're doing as well. But yeah, any any notes on that, Brandon? Brandini. No, uh, I no, I understand why this is polarizing. You know, I would say to this ties into what I said about people. Uh, yeah. I don't know uh, with Channing Tatum and the mm. ethos of this movie, the relationships outside of it, um, all of that creates a fandom of like, Oh, isn't this so great that this happened? And that's because of this chemistry in this dance movie. And I, it's a, yeah, I, I get why people would, like this movie but i also really get why the critics don't like this movie yeah. a lot mm -hmm. more because there's a way to have a dance movie in it to also be yeah just more interesting um 
It'd be cool if the if this movie could really get some, you know, um, like if the music was just a little bit better. Uh, and maybe if it focused more, yeah, I, like I don't know if it was focusing on the right. What music didn't you like, or like what what parts? Was it more like the score, or like that actual like songs that they like real songs that would be part of the soundtrack that they put into the movie, like Ciara or. Uh, you know, like a little bit of this, this is in the little bit of this, a yeah. little bit of that. And, um, and that kind of stuff. Mm. But or are you talking more about the classical hip hop, uh, uh-huh, yes. combo? Cause this, that was such a the, time for that, that sort of thing of like, we're adding some real weight to hip hop mm. of like, Oh, we're, there's an orchestra playing it. Like we've discussed earlier. It gives it like validation almost for someone who, uh, doesn't know what hip hop is. It's like, Oh, I know those instruments. Oh. What what is that? What is that? Oh, it almost sounds like uh, my Mozart. (laughs) But wait, there's spoken word. Spoken word on top of it. Oh, wonderful. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. No, that's it. I was just thinking, too, of it like a older statesman person, you know, just understanding that art is changing and then we'll latch on to a couple things and highlight those because that's what they it's almost like the director coming out and saying like this is what i think of the melding between hip-hop and dance or hip-hop and another type of art and it comes off as uh, yeah like corny (laughs) Uh, and so yeah that's the it was but there was some music from artists in this that are um that i enjoyed like there's a clip song i I did like uh, some of the yeah i don't i don't know what type of hip-hop i would describe that as so w- do, would you guys want to give a crack at that Which like one? if you were to de- just oh, like the, ty- just the type of yeah the type of um like the type of hip-hop or the type of r&b that this is like would you could you ascribe any type of um I don't know. Yeah, I guess other than the time, mm-hmm. would you just say that this is 2006 RMB? Very period. It's very yeah, period. Kind of, because like, it's like, period. other than like structure-wise, it's very, the R&B songs are still very much R&B songs, but it, the the sonic quality of it and the type of instrumentation and production, uh, I think at this time caters a lot more to the the voice, the voc, the voc voice mm-hmm. uh, is yeah. way more up front in the song with a little bit simpler, more like straight instrument instrumentation around that. Um, and there's not as much like, I don't know. So there's a lot more effects and like breathy sort of reverb and, and shit. I think in a lot of R and B, if not that there's like a, a lot of this power ballad kind of weekend stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, R and B has been going in like a really cool direction. I like a lot of, uh, R&B it's getting now, psychedelic so. now and jazzy like really, it's really jazzy yeah, yeah psychedelic for sure yeah. like jazzy i'm thinking of like sid, mm-hmm. sid and like the internet sid the kid and like the internet kind of stuff yeah, or like yeah. even rye or, or something like that mm-hmm. um but sure. this, I, this is like almost adult contemporary r&b or something where it's like you would hear it at the bank or some shit too or at, the gro- <laughs> at the grocery store and it's like very much uh-huh. like love like about yeah like love love songs of, of course and and that sort of thing. And then, yeah, in terms of, of the hip hop, yeah, it's just like that. I think the, the gang, it's just the time of, of gangster rap. I, I is, is what I kind of attributed to. And it seems like 50 cent is like the hottest shit at this time. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it's, it just, yeah. It reminds me of 
uh, or like the game or something, you know. Was there any songs yeah, in particular that that sounded like the game? I'm trying to think if that. No, I'm thinking of Mario's stuff that he was making, kind of just like uh, his, his beats almost reminded me of you know not that but trying to be that is what is how <laughs> is how I, I interpreted that kind of that's fair that generic sort of like oh we'll have a we'll have a character who makes cool music and usually it's hard to just like instill something and have instill it something with a level of cool uh because it's hard to make something that's cool so how do you have a character that does it in a fictional world and um in that it just had more to do with the visual of like oh he's an accomplished musician and he can handle this this symphony but i still remember this i don't know there's like Maybe this was like after that song was popular, but there was like a commercial with 50 Cent doing that exact same thing to end a club where he had an orchestra. It was probably for fucking vitamin yeah. water, vitamin water vitamin or water. some shit. Mm. Yeah, because he owns yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but he's like orchestrating the uh, the symphony to end the club and, and, and everything. And um, yeah, I don't know. What, I mean, what do you guys think? I, well, yeah, it's, I would just say it's like it speaks to the... So I did say that I didn't like the music and some of that, I think it's just generally the music in this because all, a lot of it seemed really corny, mm-hmm. you know, and I just don't think it was anything cool that was happening at the time. And there isn't any edge to this movie. Mm-hmm. So then like once you, and it should, right. Shouldn't well, this movie be, I, I, be I, I, edgy? I, I, but then, oh, wait, no, I, I'm hold on real quick. Yeah, it's like, it's not the I, audience. I, I, Right, because I don't want to downplay because I have been loving your take on this, Kalo, of giving this movie a like being understanding that this is a reality, too, that somebody is and that reality doesn't have to be so full of drama because that actually isn't reality is the the argument you've been making is, is that this is more true to life where people aren't listening to the coolest song. They're just listening to whatever I guess is on the radio. But then I was yeah. just trying to think about like, is this the stuff that's on the radio? Cause I don't I think so. There was so I, much nostalgia <laughs> that I had there personally, where like me just being like, yeah, like I remember this, right? Like that there was this level of like nostalgia and relatability there of me of like, you know, this was on nine, three, three, right. Mm. This was on 94 one, like the radio here in San Diego, like, you know, me going to school and like listening to this stuff. Right. Like it. And so Uh that's for sure. Like, like mainstream, we're talking like, not us, like, like Napster, like downloading music and being really selective, which is, you know, don't don't get me wrong. That's something else I did. Right. I was very much so deep in the music scene in high school, but like Mm -hmm. going to school with my mom, like my car didn't have the ability to like plug in music at that time. It just was the radio. Right. Oh, for sure. I've listened to a lot of radio. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Right. And that was just very cultural of permeating. Right. And so like to your point, like the edginess, like, you know, the replayability of this film, right, is like that teenage girl segment of this is pop. I like pop. I relate to pop. I'm trying to be cool. Dancing is cool. I can connect with that. I can play this with my girlfriends mm-hmm. and we're all going to love this together. And this is a really safe bet where I'm going to look cool play. Right. And that's how this movie ends up being on repeat in your house. And you're, you know, asking your dad to buy you a second DVD copy because you lent your other one to the girl you don't talk to anymore because she cheated. uh, You know, she slept with your boy, you know, like that, like whole narrative of high school drama. 
encased in this film, right? Which is something that I can, wow. you know, putting myself in that mindset can really enjoy. I, uh, but clearly, Brandon is not not agreeing with it. I got yeah, the no, no, I got the soundtrack uh, right here. I can list off some of the names. We got Young Jacques, Ciara featuring Chamillionaire on Get Up, Sean Paul, yeah, Petey Pablo, uh, Samantha Samantha Jade does the Step Up song, which is produced by Wyclef. Um, Young Bloods, you got the clips clip song, um, yeah, and then some other names like Chris Brown, Kellis, uh. All of those names are great too. I don't, those are more the ones I, I recognize. And I'm, no, those I'm totally are great though. But yeah, you get a, get kind of a feel. Yeah, fucking Chameleonaire and Ciara song. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. And Clips is there, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And the whatever the I forget who does the little bit of that's but I I mean that's a that's a classic. And then I would yeah. just roll up in a stolen car and just start popping and locking, baby, outside the art school. Throw the trash away wrap my sweater around my waist and just start going. Don't even throw it away, my guy. Just oh, yeah. throw it in front of the dumpster. <laughs> I love that. He's just like puts the bags in front of the dumpster and then he just like high fives and handshakes his friends with those gloves that are covered in trash. <laughs> I think it was great. Those guys love trash. They love throwing trash at each other. There's always trash somewhere nearby in their scenes. Give me those trash gloves. <laughs> um well great i i feel i feel great about this i'm ready to move on to uh some final thoughts kayla do you care to be the bread of the sandwich the meat of the sandwich what would a uh, order would you like to do this and you want to you want to be the first uh slice of bread you want to be a, a slice of uh of turkey provolone you know, I, I'm really Rye. feeling like being prosciutto today if that's cool with you guys Hell yeah okay uh, mm. it's just a prosciutto day Mm-hmm. Brandon, how about I start this time? Yeah, that sounds good. Is that cool? Yeah, go for it. Um, I almost want Kilo to end it. That could be good too. Oh, then we I can end it, and I can just be. We could be like James is the slice of like a ciabatta, and then Brandon's like some kind of like. Let me think like a slice of cheese, and then I'm just the prosciutto on top, and we just got a little. Mm. Oh, like an open face. Like an open face. Mm-hmm. I'll do open mm-hmm. face. Yeah, I was almost yeah. gonna. Say, I was like, Let's "Is he it. making a grilled cheese? What's going on here?" Oh, <laughs> no top bread. Okay, open face. I like that. Um, I'm stepping it up, gentlemen. What can I say? <laughs> Let's step up. I'm gonna step up to the plate for my review. It was a enjoyable movie for me. I had an overall good time. Um, it was one of those things where I knew. Yeah, I think I guess in, to Kayla's point, you knew very quickly. Like to what extent you're going to get out of the story and how deep it's really going to go. Um, I understood, yeah, it's going to be a pretty shallow kind of predictable plot in terms of um, the action in the minute that the stakes were set up for. Um, oh my God. I can't believe it. Nora uh, of like, Oh, there's this big dance recital at the end, end of the movie that you're going to have to do really great at that. You will do really great at. It's like, okay, well that's going to happen. And then Channing Tatum and her are going to fall in love. Maybe they'll have a fight. Um, and then like the Channing Tatum side of the story, I thought, uh, was a little bit more interesting. All, all that being said, I thought him as a character was a jerk at, at certain parts of the movie without any sort of repercussion for being a jerk or any sort of movie language telling you that like it know they know that he's being a jerk in that moment. And some of that stuff was like, I would have felt like I would maybe be in better hands if the movie was like there were tones that matched with what was happening in the action of like it it was in it knew it 
what was happening within the storyline and it wanted to enforce some of those ideas instead i think things sometimes things would just kind of happen and they would hope that you would just kind of be like you get it you get it this is what the movie is like things are just going to kind of go along at this predictable sort of way but also that kind of kept the pace at like a high kind of enjoyable level where it didn't dredge in certain dramatic things for too long and it was kind of moving at this sort of more sort of breezy sort of way um so in the while on one hand i will criticize it for not delving some of those things out in a weird fucked up way it kind of like helped my enjoyment because it kind of just like got into the love of dance and that was like at the center of this movie of like these two people as different as they are found themselves in a situation where they they both have this passion for for dance and they're going to express it in that way and they're going to fall in love in, in this sort of uh, predictable sort of thing. And then, I, yeah, my whole feelings about it being a more of a sports movie where the teammates fall in love with each other is like easier for me to digest this movie in that way where I'm like, we got to get ready for the big game, but damn it. I love you. You're so cute. Oh, no, I'm mad at you. Oh, no. and then it's like, oh, it's just an interesting dynamic. Um, the skinny thing we talked about, I think that was really hard to digest after saying all these things that are very easy, easily digestible in this movie. That one did not go down easy. And I thought it was left the movie almost like in a not as good of a taste in my mouth as it could have if that was handled better or if um, if he is going to die, have some sort of real sort of time to spend in that moment. There was no grieving for skinny man as as. There's the what there's the you know him getting shot and then funeral and then move on. Um, or you just, you know, you have him get injured or some sort of punishment or I don't know what I don't know what you were, but it was just like it that was not handled well. Um but overall, uh positive for me in terms of enjoyment. And I love the dance chemistry. Uh them two together was electric, I thought, and I thought there was a lot of time given to that. I overall liked um, the music. I think the, yeah, like the stuff that Mario's character was making was generic, sort of like, we want to make it sound like the music of the time. And that's what they thought the music of the time sounded like. And it was just whatever. But then this, the actual song of, um, God, I forget her friend's name, when they were singing at that dancer party, that song was awesome. I really liked that one. And the Step Up song is pretty cool too, to have a title track that like, yeah, I thought it was pretty catchy. Um, and yeah, for my score, I'd say um I'll do I'll do a 63. 63 for this movie. I, I, I had a pretty pretty good time, and it's uh it's more on the fresh side for me in terms of rotten tomato scores. So how are we making the sandwich again? You're the so I was so I was the bread. We're starting from the bottom up. Yep. I love this open face concept. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Um Wow. This uh, this conversation has made me really reconsider a lot of the stuff that I was thinking about this movie, which has been really wonderful because I was so turned off by I I wasn't crazy about the visuals. I I wasn't crazy about the plot at all. Then the lack thereof, it was just pretty wholly uninteresting for me. And then the 
skinny dying and that added yeah like that was that left a yeah poor taste in my mouth um because yeah it was just so unearned it yeah i don't know i like when crazy things happen in movies but that was weird crazy in a way that i didn't think was yeah that enjoyable (laughs) um so but what I would say then is so, yeah, I went into this, watched it and didn't care for it. And hearing this discussion has made me reconsider some of the things that I think I just miss because of the overall malaise I felt about. And a lot of it is the, like what this movie gives me, put me in this malaise and it didn't give credit or pay attention enough to certain things about this movie that, um are like worth it and respectable and it's understandable why the audience enjoys this movie it's understandable why you guys enjoyed parts of like yeah parts of this movie but i would say i think both of you guys overall enjoyed the movie um and yeah so like when i went into this review i was at like a 21 percent is where i was at but I would say because of this discussion, I'm going to give this movie a 55%. Wow. I think I think I would We polarized say, you to yourself. You polarized me to myself. And because my standard is, is like, if it's, if it's above a 50, I understand why somebody likes this. Like, it is like, how do I describe this? Yeah, it just makes sense to that somebody would like it, even though I don't really care for it. I get why somebody would like it. I would tell somebody about this movie and maybe in hopes that they would discover this movie and it would be a movie that they really enjoyed. But whether they but it it's also kind of yeah, it's just take it or leave it. I don't know. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, so I'm going to give this movie a 55 percent. Love it. Fair. Very yeah. respectable score. Very respectable. Love that. Yeah. What a, what a swing. I, I love it. Yeah. You're, uh, well, actually, I, I, throughout this podcast, I figured out that upwards of 60 is fresh and then oh, downwards. Really? Yeah. Well, zero to 59 is rotten and then 60 and up is fresh, is yeah. what I've realized. So D's get degrees. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Ron, that the school of rotten tomatoes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, um, you know, I think I've been, let's, oh, so wait, what are you in the, you're prosciutto? Is that what you said? Oh, definitely prosciutto. Well, yeah. you would be uh, the, yeah. the cheese. I mean, you're really the meat here, Brandon, if you're in the middle. I mean, the cheese is going on top, right? You some nice ooey gooey cheese on top. No, no, no. no. I'm no, thinking no, no. like some fresh mozzarella, just sliced mozzarella. That's going to go on top of the bread. Got yeah. And, yeah. That's and, what I was and, thinking. And, so you're the cheese, you're the cheese. Then we're building from the bottom up. No, you're saying it goes bread, cheese, meat because the yeah, meat is 100%. prosciutto. So then you, yeah, don't want okay. it, you don't want something hot on top of it. Gotcha. Correct. Yeah. Some cheese on the yeah, bottom. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, a, okay. Sounds great. Yeah. Brandon and I have be, worked through this. I, I would be Gouda if I had to, Ooh, if I had to Gouda. pick a cheese that I was. Of course you can. It's Sounds you're the Gouda cheese, Brandon. So you <laughs> Gouda Brandon. <laughs> All right, more cheese. Let's uh, just have, let's all be cheese. We did it. More cheese. <laughs> so why in the podcast now? <laughs> um, New from KFC, yeah. cheese sandwich. <laughs> oh God, that's not even a joke. <laughs> they would do it. 
like all right oh, pers- God, yeah. prosciutto like an hard, right. like a hard cheese and then a melted cheese on top of that cheese and then another hard block of cheese on top of that is a sandwich yeah in case in the cheese yes oh. like a turducken just cheeses <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I, i'm sorry kalo you, we, we we need to hear that review We're, i just gotta hear it we can't if we if you, get, if you get me started on cheese then we'll never we'll never leave which once again arguably respectable um no but but you know what would you rate so a good you- <laughs> pecorino <laughs> <laughs> intense smoky <laughs> okay so i i think out of out of the three of us i am um the the more enjoying of this film um not by much i can tell you that james right now not by much right um I I went into it with an open mind. I think mindset is is so much of oh, of yeah. this film, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, you know, me going into it saying like like who was the audience, right? What was the intention and why why would joy be found in this movie? And me going into it with like a very genuine sense of Kalo, like I want to understand, right? Um and really going through this film and kind of like you start with the negative and go to the positive like immediate takeaways of like like tyler's a dick right do not care for that character mm-hmm. um very quickly losing a very like the only respect i had for him very quickly was um just something where it really like for me says that like this movie doesn't like hold up well right um like I don't think that narrative is as popular now or mm-hmm. as easy to digest, right? You know, I, I think um, if you're trying to make a good guy character, you you can't have the character be that kind of like dismissive prick anymore. And the woman um, is typically, hopefully, going to have more agency in that in that situation. A lot well. more agency, a lot more. <laughs> but please continue. Absolutely, yeah. Abs- and that's exact. Thank you so much. That's exactly it, right? That lack of agency, like that, is what I very much so disliked consistently throughout this film right um just the like conceptual idea that like a 14 year old 16 year old you know 12 to you know that age bracket this tween to teen girl is watching this film and thinking like it's okay that my boyfriend treats me that way Mm. he says sorry like that like those examples are just like things that are just gross to me you know, like, and, and so that's a very much so very quickly, like, that's the real negative, right? Um, and, and that's going to still be the negative, like, till the end of kind of time, right? Where I'm like, would I want to play this for like, like, if I had a kid, like, no, like, like, to your guys is both of your guys. Man, then that, okay, then that loses a lot. Okay, that's an interesting no, thing to bring up in late. Uh, yeah, this is please. your view. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So, so my only point on that is uh, like, like, now, Mimi, would I play this for an adult? Yeah right like or people our age a hundred percent like i did enjoy that right i i there was so much nostalgia there right where a lot of like a lot of people our age i think can walk away from this with nostalgia and with an appreciation of this film um that you won't get right um you know just to touch on what brandon just mentioned like i I don't think a lot of children's content holds up well Right. Um, I think that adaptation of what your expectation is for for a child um, or for like what relatability should be changes over time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so to kind of like, you know, step a little bit further um, and kind of wrap this up, like on the negative end, did not at all like uh, 
the way oh god what was his name um tyler Shorty? gage or skinny no no, no. skinny thank you skinny um the way skinny passes like once again not surprised right like like but i it was like so jarring once again in a way that's like why is this happening but i understand why like that's still not surprised right um did that add value to me for this film no i think it took away credibility for the film 100 percent um but I still understood how and why they needed to add a level of severity and a level of of um, drawing everyone together in the ending in a very specific and direct way that was very much so like, I'm going to do this very, very quickly without a lot of time. I get it. Don't like it, but I get it. Um, so those are like the negatives, right? Um, the positives is I, I do think that there's a lot of simplicity to this film that is very relatable for like a teenage girl, Right um even me like you know as a as a guy that you a know former 31 year old man oh, okay uh yeah well uh, <laughs> some say i can act like one but that's a separate conversation um but like thinking back to like that time in my life and like once again me being like like i, I knew people like this like i knew situations like this and the mundanity of having life be so nonchalant but also still having like something so simple like this um, dance being your entire world, but also still realizing like, this is not life and death, just was really relatable to me. And that's what was, for me, this whole film just really enjoyable, mm -hmm. right? That lack of drama was so enjoyable to me um, in a way that like, it's almost like a breath of fresh air, right? In a really weird way. Yeah. Um, and I think that's for me, the biggest thing. And what, that, that's why I, I enjoyed this movie more than not. Right? I get what you mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean the messaging's great. Right. That doesn't mean that, you know, a lot of other things, but that does mean that like this, you know, when I watched this, I was like, yeah, like I enjoyed that. And, and I get it. And the dancing was spectacular. Even for someone that doesn't know anything about dancing, enjoy the hell out of it. Look great. Right. Um, so that's, yeah, the real synopsis of, of why I think this movie has, has a value and has merit. Um, and, you know, merit is especially like a period in time is transitory, right? And often with uh, any kind of nostalgia, you know, you need to have some kind of connection, which is why I, I'm walking away with it, giving a 68%. Hey. So that's a solid D, right? Not a C, I'm not giving it that. And I'm not giving it, it a solid D. Yeah, it's solid D. That's what <laughs> you're known for. What? <laughs> Someone's gotta be Jeff. Someone's gotta be. <laughs> Excellent. That's great, I mean, though. we're we're hovering. That's awesome. we're, we're like hovering around the same kind of kind of area. Yeah, and in the same, I don't know. Yeah, we're uh, we're gradients of a of a sandwich at the same time as we're layers of a sandwich because we're just like right next, <laughs> right next to each other. Oh my! Um, no. So it's it's perfect. We uh, powerful. It really is. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's powerful stuff. We have taken uh, quite the journey here on this podcast. We have stepped up. Uh, yeah, we now have. we will step down and away. Uh, from the from the the step up step up averse. Um, unless I don't know, I haven't researched any further. Perhaps there was another step up movie in the future that is polarizing. But for now, we will leave it where it is. Uh, thank you, Step Up, for joining us on this uh, polarized podcast of of ours. You will go into the annals of history of the polarized kingdom and. Uh, um, we need we need like a yeah like a, a procession a song of like <laughs> and then we just 
lift uh, the the step up banner into the polarized gymnasium um of of Mm. of school the polarized school of uh of of polarizing movies uh this is embarrassing though brandon i don't know what our movie is next week next week we are doing we're starting our series oh we're uh, starting Pirates. next week Ooh. <laughs> we're starting our, our series coming up uh next week uh is the beginning of pirates of the caribbean series wow. we're going to be do- doing uh pirates two three and five correct those those are by our standards according to our metrics the polarizing movies because within all those movies one side I think it's the same side every time. I think the critics are are rotten, I believe, on each one of those, and the audience is is positive. But they kept mm-hmm, making yeah. them with all those rotten rotten scores. So it's and this will be our first time doing a, a series of movies like one after the other because we've done like sequels <laughs> and, and stuff in the past, and we've done like multiples of the same director or something like that or same actor. But this is the first time where we're we're gonna be going through in a weird skipping one. Uh-huh. We're not gonna start with the first one. No, because that is a hit, clearly. We're doing <laughs> Clear the, hit. The, the polarizing sequel after sequel, and then somehow there's mm-hmm. like that fourth one gets a little bump and everyone's like, it's all right. And then the fifth one's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> back back the other direction. This is exciting. Great. Well, next week we will be sailing the the high seas. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. Of uh we will be swashbuckling. Yar matey. Yar. Yar baby. Yar baby. Uh, it's going to be a pirate's life for us, James. It is. I'm for the, in the month of May for your birthday. The month of May, the month of May. Gonna gonna make a series in the what month of May. What a birthday present. What a birthday present. Oh my god, I couldn't ask for anything better. I've been kind of craving uh like adventure movies lately. I go on my spells mm-hmm. of like, "Oh, I want this kind of movie." I was in like a weird horror movie kick for a while and out of nowhere i think remnants from our spooky season last october i was just like oh i like i kind of like horror movies now there's th- or thrillers and stuff and <laughs> lately i'm like man something like the 99 mummy brendan fraser sort of feeling something like that where it's fun adventure and there's like a there's some guy that's making wisecracks the whole time sounds good to me um we'll uh we'll get into it that guy that's in that movie he's he's in the polarizing situation right now so eh, we won't get probably won't get super into that but it's interesting um well that being said great uh i i would usually like to try to let people know what the uh scores is of the movie that we're going to be doing next week so let me just pull that up real quick and then we will mm-hmm. be on our merry way um 53 from the critics for dead man's chest uh mm-hmm. Pi- which is pirates 2 and uh 72 from the audience um join us next week as we begin our maiden voyage in the pirate pirate verse um kalo it has been a true pleasure stepping up together um in into this uh into this movie you are you are a, a favorite on on the uh on the show so please come back anytime you you feel like it mm-hmm. um we love having you and i hope it's been as as worth it for you as it is for us, I feel like you're really the uh, the Tatum to our Dewan. <laughs> Thank you so much, James. I couldn't have described it better myself, so I'm so happy we agree. <laughs> the chemistry is electric. What can I say? Or the prosciutto to to my uh, the, pros- the, pros- the prosciutto to the goot. 
Absolute pleasure. This was a hey. goddamn blast. Loved it, gentlemen. My man. Um, let's give you uh, just a few more things of where you can reach us if you care to do any of that. You can watch us live at Polarized Pod on Twitch. If you want to catch us there, we stream all of these live. You can join in the conversation as we're doing it. Uh, you Shout can out to Blarge. Yeah, we got we got the chat Blarge going on he's, now. We he's got, Pepper Jack. We got Blarge in the if chat he wants saying some cheese. Yeah, yeah, he's saying past guest Blarge. He's Pepper Jack. Saying no he's doubt a, he's about a that. Jack. You know, I think spicy. we got Cara Shut in that up. chat too, but I, I think she's a Pepper Jack too. She <laughs> loves Pepper Jack. So. We got a couple Pepper Jacks in the chat. Got a couple so Pepper Jacks. <laughs> um, please uh, hashtag what's my cheese on Twitter and send your answer on over to at Polarized Pod on Twitter. Let us know what cheese you are. We'd love to know. <laughs> um, because that's gonna be a thing now. Is like, what's your cheese? Uh, what's the cheese? <laughs> Welcome to what's the cheese on Polo Red Pocket. What's cheese? <laughs> um, I ah, man, we need more theme yeah. songs. I can just keep coming up with them yeah. on the spot, I guess. <laughs> Please do. I'm yeah. loving this. Okay, I'm Kalo and I'm loving this. <laughs> And we're going to say goodbye to you lovely people. Um, if you want, I guess, yeah, if you want to send any other like movie ideas, anything else that you want to uh, get in touch with us as we all get in touch with us as well. Polarize the pod at gmail.com is the last uh, thing. Also, if you want to check that out, anything at all. Kalo, my brother, my friend. It has been a true pleasure, true honor. We'll see you next time. We'll see you polar thank bears you, next you. week. Brandini, love you, man. Uh, love you too, man. See you next time. Bye. Cheers. Bye.